Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to Recharge Wrestling. We are here to plug you in to the world of professional wrestling. And this week we are back to full health, all three of us. I'm Keeney and I'm joined by Krusty and Fisher. Hey everyone. Hi guys. The full compliment uh, for the first time in, in the week. Full house so. of recharge. Yeah, exactly. And we are in, we, we are here today to kind of go through the new segment uh, as, as, as is normal at the start and then we'll just break that into the normal week uh, of wrestling smackdown raw nxt and aw at the end uh so so let's start with the news and this news actually broke um just after our last pod recording so it isn't exactly breaking news but it's still news that we haven't discussed yet nonetheless uh, and that's the first hall of fame induction for 2022 and it is maybe the most deserving hall of famer of all time, The Undertaker. Yeah, um, I'm not going to argue with that. Yeah, no. I mean, it's I was shocked he wasn't in there already. Yeah, I mean, they tend to like if someone retires. Um, obviously, they do it then quite often or leave. I mean, he retired a few years ago, didn't he? Um, but yeah, <laughs> retired. Um, I think they wait as well till because it's in Texas and that's Undertaker's from Texas. Sometimes they wait for specific um, places before they they do it. And I think that made sense here. They put, they could have done it two years ago, probably, you know, but they decide to do it then, um, which is completely fine. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, like you said, there's no one more deserving. And it, I've seen some people say maybe he should be the only inductee this year. They just don't do anybody else. Yeah, I saw a, um idea that maybe they should, rather than have loads of inductees, just have, just have the Undertaker, but have maybe like, different people induct him so have like a big speech from Kane, big speech from Vince, a big speech from Triple H and just yeah. kind of go through. Yeah, the whole night, yeah. Do do that rather than have, oh, here's Molly Holly. I, I don't know, she might already be in there. But you know, people, 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 people like that <laughs> and uh, just kind of run poor, through Poor the Molly Holly. <laughs> I was trying to think of someone random who's probably, yeah, probably will go in there. Um, so yeah, I, I guess there's not much more to say, just well, an Undertaker and I think it will be... Um, yeah, I think it would be really fitting. And to be honest, I don't really ever pay attention to the Hall of Fame. I don't really watch them. Um, no. This is this this is the one I might watch. Um, the one I'm most looking forward to, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Crusty does an Undertaker impression for those. <laughs> oh, I, I do wonder who else is going to go in if they do if they do do it this year. There's quite a few, you know. They normally have obviously he'd be the main eventer, and you normally have like a couple of other sort of 
lower down the card guys that deserve it. Then you get a, a, a woman, and then you normally get a celebrity in like tea or something like that. Oh yeah. Um, so there's quite a few, you know. Normally, um, Bad I, I haven't you know, heard still. anyone else. I haven't heard <laughs> anyone else um, speculated yet at all. Um, other than, and this can be a little bit of a segue. I, you know, I heard Jeff Hardy got offered um, a place in it and turned it, turn it well, down. Go segue um, onto some other news, but that does segue onto the other news that we have this week. If you want to, unless you've got anything else to say about the Undertaker, guys. No, no, segue. So obviously, we saw. We'll get to it later, but we saw the debut of Buddy Matthews, formerly known as Buddy Murphy, in on Dynamite uh, last night. But it also seems that um, AEW is adding two more, and there'll probably be more. Let's face it, knowing uh, Tony Khan, uh, two more fairly big names. To well, one really big name and one fairly big name to their roster uh, by signing Jeff Hardy and uh, Shane Swerve Strickland, formerly known as Isaiah Swerve Scott. Um, those seem to be done deals from confirmed by the wrestlers themselves. So Fightful um, from WhatsApp was reported yesterday that um, Shane Strickland was going to AEW and Shane Strickland basically confirmed it um, on his Twitter with just a little wink face and, you know, saying, yeah. That's, that's a good signing. That is a great so signing. He, he's going there. Mm. And then out of the blue, Jeff Hardy was doing an interview with somebody yesterday and he just said, yeah, I'm going to AEW, by the way. Like, just randomly mm. out of the blue. Um, he's, his non-compete, I think, has still got a couple of weeks left, like two, three weeks maybe. And I think Shane, Shane Strickland's has got also a little bit of time. When's Revolution? So, How many weeks? Interesting. That's um, uh, next weekend. So I think we're oh, about a week and so a half away. He couldn't so, turn up there then. Yeah. So I was thinking, because yeah. I don't think we'll, we've, we've probably gone to LA when we get to, the, to AW. So I think I'm safe saying it now, but they kind of set up a six man tag, like a really random six man tag for Revolution with like Matt Hardy, Isaiah Cassidy, and Andrade, V, Sammy. Yeah. And, Darby and Sting, I think it's just a really random one. And I thought that's really random. Then you said this to me earlier, Fish. And I thought oh, maybe that's why they're doing this match. Revolution and and, and Matt Hardy, Hardy has walked out. He walked out on the match on Dynamite as well. He walked out on um, Private Party in the Battle Royal. Maybe that'll well. be their first feud because surely they're going to do the Hardy happen. brothers. Yeah, I think they're going to get Matt go back with Jeff and maybe do first Private Party as the first feud. I think that's I mean, AW need AW need more tag teams. Pretty much setting it up as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> So. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those. I I I'm torn on this one. These these are amazing signings. I can't wait to see them both on TV. But at what point do AW kind of stop by signing people? It's just oh, no. it's just a bit much. And I think it almost feels like Tony Khan is so obsessed with like breaking news and has to do something massive every time. And he keeps coming out. I've got a huge announcement for this week. Huge announcement for this week. To, yeah, and it's just like. Maybe you can, you can that just run a business show. tactic. Oh, wow. Maybe that's why he's doing it. Yeah, but I, people I think... are talking about it all the time. It's free advertising, isn't they it? They are, they're, they're, and they're doing well. But there has to be a limit to his checkbook. Surely there has to be a point. And I know people are leaving. Wrestlers are leaving now. We are seeing that a bit more. But I just think I would like to see them use some of their current people they've got maybe a little bit more. Like I think there's more you could do with even a Penta, um, you know, we've finally seen Adam Cole do something, but it's taken him a little while to, to get there. I, I just think there's a, a few, and even down the cards, like, you know, when's Ricky Sark's going to get a big push? When's Hobbs going to get a push? When are we going to see Wardlow in the title scene? Like, and if they just keep signing top top stars after top stars, it's kind of, 
pushing them into these like big angles. It's it's that there has to be a point where they settle on a roster and then tell, tell stories with that roster. Yeah, I, I do. I get what you're saying. I've seen some criticism recently that they're not yeah. telling stories that well anymore compared to the stuff like a year or two back, well, and they're they, just they, adding more and tell... more people rather than. <clears throat> Yeah, they do seem to rush feud to bit, don't they? There are still some great stories like the CM Punk MJF feud and 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 yeah. various others, you know. But there is there is criticism sometimes. There's not a storyline. It's just this person appears, then this person appears, then this person, you know, um, like you're catching Pokemon or something. It's like Adam I mean? Cole and yeah. Adam Page. Their feud, I don't think, has been long enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and I said the same about um, you know, Lance Archer as well. They didn't do much. Uh, that, that, that that was a rushed match. Yeah. If you yeah. compare it to Omega Page, which they dragged out for a year and a half. Well, I say dragged out. It wasn't. It was beautifully sculpted. It was yeah. amazing. Yeah. They they are rushing them now. It's like trying to get everyone on TV, keep everyone happy. Yeah, that's um, the problem. You're going to get some unhappy people because everyone wants to be on Dynamite or at least on Rampage. Quite often. Yeah. I, if yeah, they're not, I, and I you're just think, on YouTube, it's not. Yeah, I don't think Dark cuts it. And I think, um, you know, we've, we've still got Omega to come back. We've still, we haven't seen Miro for a long time. He was one of the top stars. So oh, yeah. It, What's happened to Miro? Yeah, he's just been taken off TV. And, and that's fine. I think it's fine to take people off TV for a while, especially when your roster's that stacked. Um, but I did have a point, but I've just forgotten it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just think they, they need to, um, they, they just need to, kind of calm down. It's, They've yeah, basically uh, gone the opposite yeah. of WWE, haven't they? I've, I've, I've released far too many people and WWE and AEW are signing too many people and you're getting one now with a massive roster and one with not a big enough roster. Yeah, and also... That signing... sounds like a segue. <laughs> oh, hang on, let me just make one more point and then we'll, we'll move yeah. on. I think they... Well, there's two quick things. They, they There's a lot of uh, women out there who they could have signed, a Tony Storm or someone Ember like... Moon. Ember Moon, I think Ember there's, Moon there's a design. few um, Tiger Knox, there's loads AW, uh, WWE have just released that are really talented um, I think they probably doze more than they need a Swerve as much as I love Swerve as a sign-in but I actually don't think Swerve I think Swerve and Jeff Hardy are sort of signs sort of they should be making over a lot of their mid-card they yeah. have now well it's, it's the signings they made previously like, I'm going to bring him up again, but Tony Nese I don't know why they signed him um it's just people like that, and even like bringing back Jay, like bringing Jay White in the other week, it just doesn't seems a bit random. I, I just don't know why they bring these people in um, on like two, three week contracts, whatever they do. It's, it's just a bit weird for me. I'd rather them give that two, three week stint to someone on their roster. I guess the idea yeah. is trying to bring in people who like Jay White and people like that to watch AW and then go, actually, this is awesome. I'm going to stick with this show. Yeah, 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 no, uh, yeah. That is what it, that is definitely why why they do it. Um and it pleases like when people old, used to go to impact, isn't it? You, we used to watch the odd match because someone was going over there. Whereas normally we wouldn't bother. Mm, so that's the same true. sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah. New Japan as well, when Jericho was there. Yep. Yeah, watched I watched a few matches, I watched, but I watched Wrestle Kingdom and I'd never watched Wrestle Kingdom before when Jericho mm. went there, just because he was there on, on a one sort of he ended up doing more than one match, but you know just for that match, really, originally, him against Omega, and ended up watching the whole show. And it didn't get me to watch it every week, but it made me like go, oh, next time Wrestle Kingdom's on, I might check it out, kind of thing. So, yeah, I, I get the point of it, but at the same time, you don't want to um, make your own roster unhappy. And, you know, well, there's, not, there's not any an example of that. that but... Yeah, I mean, an example of that is um, 
Brian Cage. Yeah. He, yeah, just he was made unhappy by not being used yeah. and off he went. I don't know what he's doing now, but I used to really like him, actually. It's he still shame. is technically contracted to AW, I think, but... Is he? They're never going to use him, though, are they? They just don't use him, yeah. No, yeah. There's, a, there's a few of those guys out there. I mean, Leo Rush came in and was gone, like, after a couple of, like, you know, a month Well, yeah, so. and, like, so, some of their stars they were pushing have kind of been... You know, Dante Martin a little bit forgotten about. He was being pushed. Scorpio Sky, we've met, heard seen in the past. Pushed. He's been a bit forgotten about. And mm. you know that that's 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 the downside is when you sort of these stars is there are people like Scorpio Sky that just get pushed aside. And like J. Lee, J. J. Stars, Lee Fons, another one. Yeah. The stars have a bar uh, sell by date on them, though, don't they? There's only so long Jericho's going to wrestle. Punk's going to wrestle. Um, Brian's going to wrestle. You've got all these guys that aren't going to be full full time at the moment. They're going in hard, but eventually they're they're either going to take a step back or their contract's going to run out, um, and they're not going to renew because they want to go elsewhere or they just want to stop wrestling again. So these guys, hopefully, that sort of keep being the workhorses in the background, will then get that push. Yeah, and they they tend to recycle the people pretty well. To be fair, like normally some of them gone for a bit and then. Like Dante Martin wasn't on TV at all, but then suddenly he was getting pushed. Now he's been pushed back down the card. And like Daniel Garcia was just in a main event, like, you know, yeah. last night. And then he might not get pushed for a month, but then he might get, you know. So they do they do recycle people quite well, but when, when it, it gets to a point when that becomes impossible because you've got too many yeah. people. Um, but yeah, um, we'll get more dynamite talk later about the actual show itself. Yeah. Let, let's move on to SmackDown. And there is well, I a- think talking about. Oh, um, Talking about sort of rosters being too stacked or too thin, probably segues onto my skid mark. Might as well carry on being negative. So <laughs> yes. my, <laughs> my skid marks um, down to recycling of content on WWE's part. So, and and this is obviously down to the amount of releases they've made. So there's no, the roster's not thick enough for them to deep enough for them to actually have different matches all the time and they'd have to really think about it or it'd be completely random so just ones I could think of um, we had Sheamus versus um, Ricochet uh, which I don't know how many times we've said that now and then if we're sort of skipping ahead to Raw we had Rhea versus Nikki at ASH which I think we've had about four or five times now I think even Rhea said that's five times and it's like I thought the elimination chamber that was like yeah, they didn't need to no, make another one after that. They're not thinking about it. They're just throwing this one together. We had Dewdrop versus Belair. I'm not saying they're not good matches because it was amazing, but same again, sort of recycling content. Street Profits um, versus Alpha They've Academy. They've had so many matches. On, they were both on SmackDown before and they had like quite a yeah. lot. And then they've gone over to Raw. And they've never had a proper feud. They always have matches to set up other feuds, it seems. They've had yeah. a lot of matches. I saw a stat about it a while back when they last had a match. It was only a couple of weeks ago. I mean, they're always good, but it's just the same yeah. over and over again. It shows all those releases they've made. They've gone too far. Yeah, um, exactly. We, just, we were criticising AEW for the amount of signings, but with the amount of releases from WWE is just absolutely ridiculous. And, yeah, and, if, and they, if they could both find a middle ground, it'd be great. If, you, if they could have kept even... Uh, they released like 100 wrestlers last year or whatever it was. If they'd even kept 20 or 30 of them around, yeah. you'd have yeah. a, th- a thicker main roster, you know, even if it's mid-card guys. It doesn't all have to be like, you know, obviously I'd love them to have kept people like Bray Wyatt, who 
were main event stars, Jeff Hardy, and even if they'd have just kept some of the mid middle card guys, you know, like a Bud- Buddy Murphy's a great example of it actually. Someone yeah. who can put on a good match and was good, you know, just keep yeah. him around, have matches on on Raw or SmackDown against people just in the mid card, maybe an IC title, US title feud, like it'd be great. But no, we don't get that. It's because the, the roster's too small, and that's why it's a good it is a good skid mark because this week. I feel like recently it's been a little bit better. Yeah. Um, I mean, Raw of... did feel good because we had a lot of these different segments. Yeah. But a lot of this, as I've said before, is bringing in big stars who are not going to hang around. So after WrestleMania, what what's going to happen? Yeah, He's going to have the same matches mm. over and yeah, over. Yeah, because you're not going to have probably Lesnar, Goldberg, Lita, yeah. um, Brock, Edge. Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even Logan people like Paul. that. Yeah. Whoever it is, it's always it's, it's adding another dynamic to the roster. The only thing I can think of is they wait until after Mania to drag a load of NXT through. That's I the think only they thing, might call really. up a few. I mean, we discussed that before. They're, they're, yeah. They are due uh, NXT call up like pack, aren't they? Like yeah. a five or six. I think Champa's uh, definitely coming up from what we've seen, but we'll get to that when we get to Raw. Yeah, we'll get to that in a bit. Uh, but first, SmackDown, and obviously most of the show was Elimination Chamber focused. So we won't cover that because we've covered Chamber with a couple of um, uh, a pod and a couple of YouTube videos, which you can find on our YouTube channel. Um, but I think the main talking point from SmackDown, aside from Chamber hype, was Sami Zayn winning the Intercontinental belt. Yeah. Uh, which we discussed two weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, I, predict, well, no, I said was, that. Was it last week? We mentioned it, yeah, about um, that being our skid mark, me and Fisher, about <coughs> this being spoiled for us. So this was, yeah. we knew the result, but that being said, it was still a really good match. Yeah, it was good. And I mean, I predict, I think a few weeks ago when the match was made, I predicted that they'd do it on the Saudi, sh- before the Saudi show to have a match where, because obviously neither of them will go into Saudi Arabia um, and they could put it on SmackDown before and they'd probably do a title change. Yeah. Um, and that's exactly what happened. Um, but yeah, it was it was good. Um, but yeah, it was spoiled purely by the fact I wasn't invested in it because I knew what happened. Um, WWE, we didn't say what exactly they did last week because we didn't want to spoil it, but they they tweeted that there was a title change on SmackDown. And obviously this was the only title match, match on yeah. the show. That's so insane. we knew. Yeah. Absolutely insane. That was their tweet. Title change on tape show. Okay, cool. Well, now we know what's happened. Like, you, just... you didn't even need to <clears> read the comments or click on the link. To know, yeah, just that, if you did, totally. and the first, I mean, comments, fair enough. People if you in the audience, because someone randoms tweeted it from the show. Yeah, yeah, they, they are covering their own back because people are gonna they they they'd rather spoil it themselves than someone else spoil it for them. But I just think you could have said, you know, tape in results, click here if you want to find out. You don't have yeah. to make it so clear in your because there are people that don't want to know, and you know. Um, I'd rather have not known. Like I would have enjoyed the match a lot more. I thought the match itself was good. I'd say um, the finish was a bit strange. Um, I think that was he, t- he took out his knee, odd. didn't he? And um... yeah, just didn't expect it. Um, it wasn't like a dirty finish. It was a clean finish, but it wasn't. He didn't use his finisher or anything. It was kind of not a roll up, but not decisive at the same time. Yeah, I think Zayn is a good IC champ. Um, how how long term is I don't know because I think I I I really think there's a chance Johnny Knoxville wins the belt at Mania. <laughs> so, I think so there's I. A, I think there's a real chance that happens. Um, yeah, I, I I wanted Zayn to win the title, but I wanted him to um 
I thought that Johnny Knoxville was only going to be able to rumble. And then we'd get Sami Zayn win that afterwards and he could defend it in like a multi-man match. Maybe like you could put Sheamus in there and mm. Nakamura could get in there as well. And maybe like a Drew McIntyre or something. You have like a big fatal four-way match or something for the time. Or even like, like they used to at Mania all the time when they used to have um, six-man ladder matches, seven-man ladder matches for the IC belt. I remember them doing that before. I remember Zack Ryder winning one. And remember that when he uh, pushed the Miz off the ladder and then the Miz won it back on Raw the next night. Yeah, well, so actually, like that. I, I, I think that may happen here. I think... Um, yeah, it obviously, was, yeah, John Knoxville's not having a long run. Maybe he loses it on the SmackDown after Mania. He probably Sammy Zayn again. just does what Nicholas and Braun Strowman did when they were tag belts, if he wins, which is, turns up and goes, yeah, I'm not actually ha- going to have this, by the way. So he wins mm. it, and then he just drops it without even having a match. That I could can be see quite that. cool if you then... Um... At a tournament yeah. or something yeah. for it. I, I wouldn't well, the, mind it if they do that. The last time we had that, I'm sure we had that Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles match, which for the IC belt, which was like went on for like half of SmackDown. Yeah, that was an amazing match. I'm sure that was the end of the tournament for the IC belt. Yeah. When Sami Zayn had to forfeit it or something. I'm sure that was it. Um, but yeah, I think don't again, unless you guys say otherwise, the only other thing really worth mentioning on SmackDown was you mentioned before Seamus and um, Ricochet, and this, oh no, was it? Yeah, it was Seamus and Ricochet, wasn't it? Yeah. And this led to some friction between Seamus and Ridge Holland. Um, you know, what do you guys think? Do you reckon this is too soon? Do you reckon this is. Yeah, that's a little I think bit they've surprised. tried it out, haven't they? They've tried this sort of coalition between the two, and it's probably not quite working as they'd expect. So maybe it is time to split them up and maybe let Ridge try and go on his own. Yeah, I mean, they haven't really tagged other than against Ricochet and random parts. Cesaro. Yeah, or didn't we have Ricochet and someone else one week, I think? Or maybe it was Cesaro. I don't know, I think it's been Cesaro. Yeah. Times, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I you know, maybe if you threw them in a tag division, you might see something from them. They're both, you know, it's kind of like a lesser version of the bar, isn't it? I mean, Ridge. Yeah. You know, the, the, but... Yeah, I, I, I think you know, Vince may have given up on Ridge Holland already. That's what I think. Yeah, my happened. first thought was um, poor really? Ridge. Poor Ridge. Well, the fact uh, they're split, they're, their season splitting them up. I can see if they split them up, I don't think Ridge wins the feud. Like if they feuded, I think Sheamus would just beat him. Um, and then Ridge will be on the release list. <laughs> well, hopefully not, but probably. <laughs> it, would it surprise you? No. Although um, they must have been hiding him because they skyrocketed him from NXT UK to the main roster with a very short NXT stint. Yeah. Yeah. So he got he got rocketed when I don't think anyone any of us are watching him on NXT UK thinking this guy is going to the main roster. So no, no, that's true. Going main that, that we didn't. I was quite big on him though. I did enjoy him. I thought he was good, but I thought, yeah, I thought NXT was probably his. You know, and, and the thing is, they, they had a very short run. Even with the the Pete Dunne run was very short, wasn't it? And then um, the Sheamus run could be very short. So yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. They could have they had, that had more legs definitely. With um, I liked the faction with Pete Dunne and. Uh, only Lorcan and Danny Batch, and then they just stopped it. Yeah, I think that was just a War Games um, thing, wasn't it? And with Pat McAfee in the end, who took Rich Holland's place. Um, all right, then, let's let's move on to Raw. Um, short and sweet for SmackDown this week. Um, I mean, what's the main talking point here? Well, something I want to mention early doors is, um, I think you predicted it, Fish, Logan Paul is the Miz's partner at Mania. Yeah, I mean, um, I wouldn't have done, I, I saw after the Elimination Chamber show people talking about it, and it, yeah, it seemed like it was going to happen. And, yeah, and like I, I, I said um, on 
the uh, Elimination Chamber recap show with Krusty that um, my first thought was Cody Rhodes. And we did get a little Mine tease was. Oh, I love the, the tease Miz. the Miz here. I love it. He said it'd be dashing. And again, it's a reference to dashing Cody Rhodes from WWE, um, which kind of worried me a bit. because I hope he's not going back to anything dashing. That, like, no, I, I, I don't, don't, I don't want to connect. I just think that people, Cody Rhodes they knew people dashing. would know. They knew people, their audience, they knew the WWE audience would remember that. There's no yeah. point in them doing an AEW Cody reference because half of the WWE audience may not know that. But he could have done Rhodes, I think. He could have been like... They did. In fact, I think Edge did make a, a, a hint about Cody as well in his promo, which we'll talk about in a bit. Mm. Um, which was not as obvious as Mrs. one. And I think it was more the AW version of Cody that he was talking about. But yeah, that, that when he said my partner's dashing, my notes I wrote down was makes Cody reference, but it's clearly not going to be Cody then. Oh yeah. As yeah, soon as yeah, I heard that, I was Cody, like, yeah. that's too obvious. You're not going to do that and then bring Cody out. <laughs> I knew, I was like, it's definitely going to be Logan Paul. And to be fair, Logan Paul and the Miz, I don't like Logan Paul being there. What a banging hair. But, if well, you could the, pair him with anyone, straight away, can... they were loving yeah. it. They? they was absolutely loving it. I, I thought, actually, this is quite funny. And everyone loves to hate Logan Paul, just like everybody loves to hate The Miz. Yeah, um, they, they, are, they are well suited. Match made in heaven, isn't it? And he even yeah. tried the skull-crushing finale. Yeah, I thought um, he looked a bit awkward doing that. I'm not, I, lo- I thought that, but then I thought, actually, maybe they're purposely landing differently to make Maybe. sure it doesn't, because he sort of landed on his side, which I think is to protect mm. his face. Because I think if you yeah. cock it up, you're going straight into the mat head first. Mm. Um, but fair play if they're actually going to try and get him to wrestle. I mean, I used to hate this sort of thing, but when the last person we thought, oh God, are they going to be able to wrestle was Bad Bunny. And he was absolutely insane. You got to remember, Logan Paul is a is an athlete. Oh, yeah, he mean? is a fighter, yeah. So hopefully yeah, yeah. he yeah. can do something. Um yeah, I mean, I remember Tyson Fury being all right in the WWE ring. Hopefully we don't get a Cain Velasquez. Yeah, Cain Velasquez, not so much. I didn't the really best thing I about him was his entrance, entrance music. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, and, and obviously, yeah, they, they beat up Miz, uh, Miz, Mysterio's here. Um, but yeah, I, I loved Miz's, Miz's section of the promo here. It was really, really good. The teasing. Um, I really enjoyed that, that section of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah Miz is great. Again, Miz, Miz can sell you on any Mania match. So, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's just a, he's just one of the best, probably the best WWE have for the moment in, in that role. Uh, and we, we mentioned it briefly, talking about great promos. Uh, Edge just doing what he does best, sitting in the chair in the middle of the ring and just speaking passionately at the camera. And yeah, has just opened up an, an, uh, an open challenge to whoever wants to face him at Mania. And again, he referenced a few guys here. So he starts off going... So it says something about being phenomenal, and I was like, "Yeah, oh yes." I was like, which AJ, is the one I, here we go. Which is that's, the one I think they will do. That's the one I think they will do because AJ wasn't on this show feuding with anyone else. That's the clue. Mm. He also made a reference to Cody. I can't remember exactly what he said about Cody, but he made a slight. I think to that Cody. could be an interesting first match for Cody in WWE again. Is Edge It would be a big that one is, as well. Yeah. Um, the other ones he mentioned were Finn Balor. He mentioned Finn Balor um, by saying something about his demons. And they also said um, live forever as well. So hinting at Damien Priest. Um, so they're oh, like, yeah, he, yeah, he they're like Priest, should yeah. be good as well. I don't, I don't think it'll be Damien Priest because unless Balor wins the United States Championship next week, that's the only way I could see that. Because I don't think Edge is going for the United States title. That seems a bit weird. I think whoever's faces him, I think Edge is putting them over. 
Yeah, yeah. AJ's I, I had think, a very good winning streak. I think it's Edge v AJ Styles. I really do. Yeah. Oh, okay, so, 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 uh, so you think Edge is losing at Mania? Yeah, I do. I, yeah. I don't necessarily, but... Um, I think if, it, if it's Cody, yeah. If it's AJ, yeah, I mean... I think yeah, AJ needs a good win. I think AJ's a 50-50 one, to be honest with you. I mean, he has just signed... That's another bit of news we could have had, actually. AJ Styles signed a new contract. Um, that's yeah. great news. He's yeah, getting, really he is some, getting uh, paid by, by the, what I've heard as well. They can't yeah. afford to lose AJ well, Styles right he now. He would go, and they would have him... Like a flash, so they oh, have yeah. to pay. He'd, he'd be in AW's Ross of anybody would take him. Got anybody would take him. Yeah, he's um, yeah, phenomenal, isn't he? That's he what is he phenomenal. Is. I'm glad he's staying. Really am. Yeah. Um. All right. Let, let's. I, let's. We'll jump. Actually, no. Let's. We. We. I can kind of segue on here to Damian Priest. We mentioned him briefly, um, and we have him and Bala next week. Kind of. Who did he beat on the show? So Cedric. Was it? And he beat. For it was the, Shelton Benjamin. Shelton. Shelton Benjamin. Yeah, one of the two. He beat Shelton Benjamin, and then um, it was a good match. At the end, he made a comment about wants to face someone world title caliber. Um, yeah. And I thought, when he said I, I thought this, Cody might come out here. Well, I was thinking. I I, I was like, well, he, he, I was like, what's on about? You've, you've faced and beat Kevin Owens and AJ Styles in the last couple of you know recently. They're, they're world title caliber. And I was like, I was thinking, Seth, I was trying to think who would come out. And then um, I, Tim I, Bala I've got, I've got a bit of an announcement to make. I actually booked Raw um, because I said, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Um, but I said, I was, was it last week or the week before? I was said, we were talking about Mania feuds they should do them or feuds in the build-up to Mania, whatever. Yeah. And I said that they should do Priestly Bala. And Bala hadn't even been on the TV for like a month. So I, was, I wasn't expecting it. I was just, I was, I was like, that was what I wanted. And I couldn't believe it when Balor came out here, especially as he appeared early on in the show. I didn't expect him twice. Yeah, double duty for Finn Balor. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's. I think we're going to get another prediction here. Um, a DQ finish or something like that here. And it's going to lead to Demon V. I, I think that's what's going to happen now. It so Mania has a big... Damon, Damon, so a big match Mania Mania. Demon. Um, mm. And then you can have Balor win the United States title. I don't really see what else Balor does at Mania. I don't really see what else Priest does at no. Mania. So I think it I'm a bit worried about Priest. I mean, he was Shelton Benjamin was getting cheers over Priest. Was he? We, yeah, yeah. He I didn't was, notice he was that. getting out cheered. Was he in his hometown or something? Though I think Shelton Benjamin. I don't know. Maybe he wasn't. I, I, don't I, don't know. Know. I feel like but if that's the case, then possibly that's why he sort of had the match as well. But. I'm just concerned about Priest. I think if you go back sort of three or four months ago, we were massive on him and we were like, this guy is going to the top. I think that weird story with him losing the plot has damaged him big time. They should have kept on with him just being a base, I think, this heel stuff. As much as he looks like he really could be a great heel, I don't think he's just coming over well enough at the moment. I think he's too cool. I I think think he's really cool. His whole demeanour, the way he acts, I think he... I think he looks really cool. Um, so I, I again, it's one of those things that wasn't broken. I, I just think you could just keep him how he is. But I think sometimes they get a bit. Oh, what's, what, what is what is Damien Priest? What I did something. like here though yeah. is they. This was a bit more like the old Damien Priest. He just won clean. There was no because he could yeah. have got Cedric interfered on the outside. And I thought, oh, okay, he's, now is when he's going to lose it and turn into Damien, and it's going to end in a DQ or something like that. But it didn't. He just got in the match and won with the reckoning and, and pinch out yeah. against Shelton Benjamin. If he if he didn't beat him like that, then no offense to Shelton, but who are you? Because he's not been put in that Shelton Benjamin's a lower card wrestler now. Yeah. Um, 
So if Damien Priest isn't oh, being in clean... He's probably um, the bottom of the roster, actually. Shout mention to Cedric, probably the bottom two. Right well, now. apart from maybe Akira Tazawa, Reggie, the 24-7 Oh, uh, yeah. It's, apart from that, count, then. Yeah, <laughs> they I, don't I, really I, wrestle, do they? Because was not even a wrestler yeah. anymore, is he, unfortunately? No, he tried to kiss Tamina on this show. He did. And let, let's, let's, quickly <laughs> let's, just, let's, quick, let's quickly touch that. Reggie and Dana... I mean, I don't know what to make of this. I don't know where we're. Sleeping. I don't mind this. I don't mind it. Uh, but as far as twenty four seven goes, feels very old school WWE. It does. Yeah. I loved him kicking out. I loved Reggie. Yeah. The crowd actually popped for that. And then Dana kissed him to get the free free count, which is very. That is very like yeah. I liked attitude it. era. It is. Um, but I love the crowd's reaction to this. Yeah, I love the crowd's reaction when he he kicked out of two. They they yeah. did pop hard for it. Um, but I, I have to say, actually, the crowd on Raw this week was really good compared to the recent times. I feel like a lot of the time you can hear the piped in crowd noise more than you can hear the, the actual fans. But I could hear the actual, you could tell it was the actual fans quite a lot on this show. Um, they seemed up for it, which helps. And even in this 24-7 segment, there were what chants when Reggie was talking, which was a bit, you know, there I don't were, like, yeah, I don't yeah, like the what chants. But they, at least what? they're saying what? something. <laughs> uh, but I, maybe they were expecting Stone Cold, so. I have seen a few Stone Cold signs, to be honest, in the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. They're waiting. Yeah, I thought well, the segment no. was okay. Yeah, okay. Apart from the weird yeah. bit with um, Tazawa and Tamina, I was like, okay, what's that all about? Yeah, it's just comedy. It's just it's just <laughs> their their version of comedy, isn't it? <laughs> um, well, we mentioned Stone Cold, and let's move on to his potential mania opponent, but maybe not. Um, Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins, who, again, this was another repeat match, um, but one we didn't mind so much against RK Bro, uh, whereas if they won, they got added to the tag title match in two weeks' time. Yeah, on Raw. I don't mind doing repeat matches if they're meaningful. This was this and had stakes. Seth and KO won. Um, clean as well, wasn't it? The yeah, ending. clean win. The ending to this match was great. Yeah, it was, yeah. Amazing. Um, um yeah, just just the stunner into the stomp, wasn't it? Um, yeah, and they did a, even before that actually. They did um, a sent on. Ko did a sent on, then Seth did a frog splash. And I just think some of their doctors, considering they're not really a tag team, are they? The two individuals have been thrown together, two top stars, of course, so they're going to be good. But some of their moves go really well together, set up each other like the stunner sets up the stomp perfectly. Mm. So it really works. Yeah, now together. now I'm kind of. Okay, ma- the mania plans. I'm confused again. I think right now, I think uh, mania they might just do a fatal four way tag with these guys under profits. That seems to me their most likely I, outcome. I think but that surely Owen's Stone Cold is going to happen or something's going to happen with a match or not. But then what does Seth do if that happens? I, I what I think is the plan. I, what I think they're going to do. Is I reckon Owens and Rollins together is the backup plan, which is why they've done yeah. this match. If they can't get the Stone Cold match to happen, because they, they probably they want it to happen, whether Stone Cold's agreed to it yet or not. And I think the other match that they'll do is Rollins v Cody, because I don't. That'd I be think, a banger. That's yeah. what I I can see them do. If Cody if Cody comes in, I know we always everyone yeah, talks about it. Like it's jet, we're, uh, but the references on the show, they're doing yeah, dashing. They, they are. They are saying it. They, to me, the references he, confirmed it to me this week. Yeah. Um, I think that's the match that makes sense 
Um, because otherwise, what's Rollins going to do? And Rollins v Cody is a big match. So, yeah, it's huge. And uh, that would, you know, on the Raw side, then you'd have some because them got. Or the I Raw, guess you there's have there's no um, uh, Raw title match, is there? Because the title be title. It feels like a SmackDown match, really, because it's Roman. So you can have Edge v AJ, Cody v Rollins, and Owens v Stone Cold, and Priest v Balor, maybe. There's like four. And obviously you've got um, Becky and Bianca on the women's side, which is going to be you know a big women's match. That gives you five big matches for Raw uh, Mania. What RK Bro do then? I never know. I don't know, though. That's the only problem. Alpha Academy, Street Profits, and some mixed tag, probably. Uh, but Motty Man tag. Unless they break them up and do them against each other, but I don't think that's it's too late. That that could go from Rumble. You can't do that with like two, yeah. three weeks. Yeah, I agree. I think you need more Doesn't time do the justice. for that. No, I, I agree with you, but yeah. More, yeah, I agree. More time for that. Um, so you mentioned uh, Becky and Belair, and we got them to um, hyping up their match. Yeah, at WrestleMania on the show. I think I thought that was worth a mention. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys have, have, any, have, have anything to say about that one? Yeah, I just really um, like the promo. Nothing specific. Um, I really like the way they played on the history um, between the two of them. It's coming to that Bel Air win. That's what yeah, it's coming it's got to. Me. Yeah, it, it does have to. Bel Air does have to win this. I think. Yeah, that's, that's the way the story makes sense. Yeah, um, and, and Becky did, Becky's had that title. I mean, she dropped it for when she had a baby, but she hasn't actually lost and dropped that title. I think she said three years. Three years. It was, well, it, was, it was the triple threat at Mania 35, wasn't it, against Ronda and Charlotte when yeah. she won it. She's literally, in when she's been active, she's had the title since then. She does it's not insane, need to, isn't it? it? Yeah, I know she was gone for a long time, but still mad. Um, and the fact it was Bianca she beat in uh, 26 seconds, was it, they said? Yeah. Um, that they have to make it up... They have to make up for it, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but yeah, I really like their history. Um, and I really liked some of Becky's lines, actually, because she said, um, you know, what she did to, to Lita. Lita's someone she loves. And oh, yeah. what she did to her, she's like, imagine what I will do to someone I despise. That was, and I was banging. Yeah. That, that was a great line. That was a great line. Um, and there was a couple of others as well, where I was like, this is really cutting like deep now. Like They're really going for it. Um, I actually kind of liked when she was like dead reason the fans blew me is because it was you if I'd have done that yeah. to anyone else they'd have cheered me and it's like oh, you're probably right I, I should have I, done I, the exact right. same thing but but to Charlotte Flay be like, oh, what, what, what should be the biggest face ever yeah. but because yeah. it was Bel Air so it actually kind of even justifies her Hill character which I think is the first time we've had that um, which which was great as well yeah I thought Becky, Becky's promo here in particular was excellent Bianca's was good as well um, before Becky come out especially she's just a heartfelt promo she's just so naturally likeable I think Belair, which yeah. which helps. I think she can just talk to the crowd about um, herself and her background, and and people just like her. Um, quite easy to do. And then obviously we got the match after that, so we should probably talk about the match with Dewdrop as well. I know Krusty will again. Belair just showing off insane power, being able to suplex Dewdrop, and then again went for the KOD. Yeah, she's well, just I was, insane. I was Absolutely mentioning. Insane. I was mentioning the crowd earlier. And how the crowd the crowd went nuts for those last two moves when yeah. she did that big um, was it suplex yeah. Dude, yeah wasn't it and then the KOD in the, from the corner the crowd were like you could see them jumping off their seats and it's just so you don't good. get that on it's just that incredible much. no yeah it's great you, you don't, don't really tend get to get that too much. much anymore do you in um, in men's wrestling 
There's not right. someone who's so big and they're like absolutely outstanding when they're picking them up. Maybe you could do something like that with Omos. That could be quite cool if you had one of the smaller guys manage to lift him. Because like I missed Cesaro. the days of the he's big not small, show. But yeah, well, he's small like enough, that kind isn't of it? he's kind of that guy where he's stronger than pound for yeah. pound the strongest guy. Let's get Rey Mysterio picking Omos up. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see that. Ray and Dom together probably, probably could. struggle. Yeah, uh, uh, but we don't really have that, do we, in the men's division anymore? Um, Used to get it with like Big Show, um, Rikishi. When people lifted him up, it was like remember wow. Viscera as well. Viscera, people used to pick oh, him up. It'd be a that, big really. that would that would be a big deal. Yeah, just a random shot for Viscera first time on the pod. Yeah. Yeah. I've got to, I've got to give um, Doudrop as well credit because she was selling the moves brilliantly. I thought yeah. in this match, um, she seems to have settled down. She's had a really good run. Okay. I- even Maria Tai, she had a great run on the main yeah, roster. Yeah, she came up to the main yeah. roster in a dodgy way. People criticised the name, obviously the name. Uh, and the name Marie thing, everyone was like, yeah. I know, but you get used to it after a while, don't you? Yeah. And at first when she came up, everyone was like, oh God, this is not good. Like, But then now, she's had these running matches with Bianca, a few wins here and there. Obviously, she's the in, match against Becky. She's living the dream, isn't she, really? I think she's in a good mm. spot, yeah. I, she needs to, you know, obviously she she wants needs probably to win a few more matches, but other than that, um, yeah, I think they've put her well recently. I think she's settled down as well because I think a, f- a few weeks back she was messing some moves up slightly, um, hurting the superstars somewhat. I think it was a match with Liv. She <laughs> didn't do too well, but now they seem oh, yeah, to have gone. Yeah, she landed on Yeah, they, they seem to have gone, those blunders now. So hopefully that continues and she can settle into this role um, and sort of see how things go really but yeah great great match again I know it was a recycled one but the match was great and the promo leading it to it was good yeah definitely um, other stuff on the show there's a few other things um, we've left it till now to mention but Brock Lesnar's on the show um, <laughs> the, I just love the way he <laughs> he's out. hilarious he so cool. yeah he looks he looks brilliant and um, yeah just you go out and then Heyman um come out and they were going back and forth and Heyman's saying that he has to defend it before Mania um, at this Madison Square Garden show, which isn't televised, um, I don't believe. No, um, I, I was confused because when they said the date, I thought it was a Smackdown show because I thought, did they say the 5th? They March said Saturday the 3rd of March. Right, okay. Because I looked and I thought at first they were counter-programming with um, Revolution. The 3rd is a Thursday. So it oh. mustn't have been the third. No, I don't think it was a third. I think it's a Friday or something. But I thought it was maybe SmackDown because I, th- I believe it's the day before Revolution. But re- maybe Revolution's on a Sunday, not a Saturday then. I think it's a Saturday Revolution. That's odd. because I'm sure they said Saturday. Yeah, they maybe, maybe they did. I don't know. Yeah, I, I didn't really see where... Uh, I, don't, I can't remember the date off my head. But... Interesting that Heyman mentioned Lashley would be his opponent, but if not, then he would find someone for him. But obviously, um, they're not telling us that. Yeah, he's but injured, they're but they're know. keeping Lashley involved, kind of in the storyline here. Um, yeah, even though we know it's not going to be him. But any ideas on who it might be? Who's going to lose to Lesnar before Mania? Because they're not going to win. Maybe one they? of the Usos. I don't know. If it's a non-televised yeah. show, it could be anybody, really. Yeah, but it, could, it's, it could be. An but Uso. Then it's, Oh. If it's at Madison Square Garden, yeah, I feel like it's going to be big. big it was, yeah. It's going to be a decent. I, mean, I said to you, Keeney, the other uh, the other day, it could be, they could even put Cody here, but why would they if it's on TV? So no, 
Cody and they'd, they'd have to have him lose. Why they'd would you put him in getting squashed? And, and also, yeah, it's, it's not. It's not almost, gonna be, it's not gonna be him. So with Cody, yeah, if one or two things happen, or either you get him in to win and beat Brock Lesnar, which is mad. But even if he loses, it's how we lose this because Brock Lesnar has just squashed Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, uh, Riddle, and they've made three of their top guys just like that. So if Cody comes in and has a good match with Lesnar, all of a sudden Cody looks stronger than Seth and all those. And I don't know if they want him to be that strong. So I, I, I think it's always lose-lose if you put Cody in this spot. I don't think it will be him. Um, I'm just sort of thinking who else is there that Brock hasn't faced to make it a big show? I think Caduso. Made and also would make sense because mm. obviously it builds up then to Roman, you know, at Mania. But I don't know. They might bring in a legend or they might. Hey, let's I, let's, let's get Bron no Breaker idea. up for this one. <coughs> have Bron yeah. Breaker could go at him. Then he'd win it. <laughs> Talking of Bron Breaker. That kind of segues onto the, the last part. The, of... Yeah, the only thing I had written down for the show was um, the most random tag team I've ever seen. I think. Oh, I, I was going to talk about Raw still. What are you on about Raw here still? Raw, yeah, Finn Balor, Tosso Champa. Oh, okay. That's, that's that not was I, was gonna, I was thinking there's far more random um, tag teams in the NXT Women's Division, but oh we'll yeah, talk about them yeah, in a minute. yeah, yeah. Bloody hell! Like, Some of them were. I don't know where they got these. This, is, this is one where they don't want to bring Braun Breaker up yet because he's still quite green on NXT and they needed a, a tag team fighter for Champa to face Rude and Ziggler and they almost plucked but I mean there is NXT link like a quite fairly, yeah, te- he, fairly he was tedious one wasn't he so yeah um, but yeah just in, a, a weird team um, I thought it was a really cool team I, know, I, I liked it and I, I do like how Champa got his promo before the match and Balor come over I quite liked that like rather than just Given it to us cold, so it did kind of give us something before it to kind of build it up a bit. And Champa um, got the win in the match, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. I can't, I can't remember unless you guys know how he got uh, his reaction from the crowd. But it'd be interesting to see if he got a good reaction or if people weren't that there sure of who he was. It wasn't yeah. like dead silence, but it wasn't a big pop or anything. Yeah, because obviously he's he's bigger than Waller. Um, but but Waller got no reaction when it, when he appeared a few times. Um, no. I, I, I remember I felt a bit bad for him because I remember I did write down um, when he because Champa started the match and you could hear it sounded like young the kids in the crowd chanting "We want Balor," and I was like, "Oh come on, it's Tommaso <laughs> Champa in the ring, man! Oh, it's not some amazing, random yeah. guy like NXT's um, viewers are small though compared to yeah I, I understand it. it's just a shame." It's just a shame when that, that kind of stuff happens because it's Tommaso Ciampa for crying out loud. Not everyone's a mark like us. No, we are. And, and like I say, it sounded like children. It wasn't. It wasn't. You know, you could tell it was a younger audience. Go Balor. They, they wanted. <laughs> they wanted Balor in there because they recognised Balor, but they didn't know who Ciampa was. Um, which yeah. Well, we we, we can kids. we can segue from Raw to NXT if we're done with Raw. I, I just yeah. want to mention one thing. Someone Go I don't on. think I've ever mentioned really. Ooh. Not often, anyway. I thought, well, going to the Street Profits first Alpha Academy match. Ooh. I thought Dawkins looked banging in this match. I think he was like he's like completely changed. He was yeah, he, flying yeah, he all did, over the place. He, he did the jump over the top rope, didn't he? Which yeah. is usually yeah. um, Montez Ford's spot, which was weird. He did like an awesome hot tag. It's like he said, "Let me." 
sort of show yeah, off a like, bit here. He's done he's done a few of those recently. I, bet, I, mean, I think he's realised that he needs to step his game up. Or because yeah, Montez Ford was Montez Ford was like overpowered. I think Daw- I think game. Dawkins is really good. I just don't think he gets. I think he looked awesome. Much. I was really surprised. I was like, wow, here he is. And then, as usual, Gable looks amazing. There was one spot that I loved where Montez dived over the ropes and he turned it into a German suplex. It was it was so smooth. It just looks so slick. I, I absolutely love Gable at the moment. He's just incredible. But yep, just he's, he's give... on the run of his life. The yeah. run of his life. And maybe. I hope it carries on even into a singles. He would be an awesome underdog for a main title. Yeah. He's Kurt yeah. Angle, isn't he? He is basically Kurt yeah. Angle. So he should I'd definitely get a mid-card title run at least at some point. Well, you know how good he is singles. I don't know, again, I think I mentioned four, but you remember his match with um, Corbin for the King of the Ring a few years back? Yeah. It, was an, yeah. it was an amazing match. And in that King of the Ring tournament, Gable was incredible. What uh, He got a weird push as a singles. Um, yeah, because that was what led to Shorty G. And then he turned into Shorty G and they ruined him. <laughs> but but he's proven his Gable. Yeah, his character right now is great. He's a really good heel as well, really. He's... I think I think Vince started liking him when he realised, because, you know, he got that degree or whatever it is, and he keeps talking about it. Mm. Since he's got that, I feel Vince is like, oh, my God, he's... he's because he's got a thing, yeah. He's, got he's a an thing. Olympian. I didn't realise that was real. I thought oh, he yeah, was it just saying it. No, it is real. He, it happened recently. That's what I'm saying. I think Vince was like... Four oh, point that's a cool oh. <laughs> Yeah. I, I Thank whatever you. GB, GDB. <laughs> when, a, when Vince finds something like that out, yeah, he's amazing, isn't he? <laughs> he latches onto it, and um, I think that's helped it. I actually think that's helped him um, give him more of a character. And uh, oh, you know, we'll play that into your character. I think it's helped Chad Gable a lot having that there. Yeah, it is a real thing. Let's see Chad Gable versus Brock Lesnar next year at Mania. Maybe, maybe that's what they'll do with Madison Square Gardens. Maybe who knows. <laughs> Um, all right, let's move on to NXT now. Um, and we'll start with Tommaso Ciampa, as we mentioned him on Raw. He was in the main event against Dolph Ziggler, um, which I had down as a number one contender match, but I don't know whether it officially was, but I think it was, it was kind of... kind of is implied on commentary. Yeah, implied, that's the word. Um, and Ziggler got the win thanks to the cameraman who... Yes, this is my top mark of the week, great. believe it or not. Yeah, go um, for it, Fisher, go. Well, it's Dolph Ziggler, and I'm just happy to see him doing something because, I, you know, I, I do love Dolph. And on Raw, he has good matches all, a lot, but he's never involved in anything important. He doesn't get much of a reaction these days. So for him to come down NXT and feel so important, I love it. And they had a really good match here, um, Ziggler and Champa, as I'd expect, to be honest, with these two in the ring. Uh, yeah. They didn't do as much against each other on the in the raw match but here they they really uh they really went for it and um yeah i loved the the match i loved the finish um i know it's, it's obvious it's robert rude I mean, I, yeah, but I how him. often do you get that cameraman spot i can't believe i'm sure it's ha- it has happened before that's the fact, oh yeah but can't believe last time it happened i think AEW did one not that long ago um yeah, it's, yeah. it's just a cool again they they just they could always have Bobby Roode interfered any other way and normally it's the same interference type yeah but this was a nice spin on on interference to win and obviously it protects champa in the sense of um he didn't lose clean and it gives ziggler a big win which can make him go for for bron breaker which is the whole point of this and i'm just excited you know the match was really good but i'm excited about where it's leading as well because obviously next week they challenged them to a um a tag team match um 
There's a big brawl. Oh, to I hope we get a full glorious entrance. <laughs> that would be great. I want full you might in NXT. School. Oh, I miss. I miss full glorious. <laughs> well, yeah, because <laughs> they're doing Ziggler's. They're doing Ziggler's old entrance. Or his, his solo entrance. So maybe. But they'll probably just do the day dog's entrance. I hope Sparks not. I want, I want um, full yeah, I love glorious. Yeah. glorious. Yeah, I love Ziggler's solo one as well, but I don't like their tag team one. It's if rubbish. we get it, it will be absolutely glorious. glorious. <laughs> I miss doing that now. Let's bring it back. It, it we got, gotta bring it, it back. It got Robert Rudo, didn't it? So yeah, it would it be did. great. And it was his NXT stuff, and it is an NXT, so who knows? But it's just even Robert Rude, like it's cool to see him. In a big spot, in a big match, like feels important. They um, can do stuff. They just need to. They need to have better storylines with them, don't they? Rather than just yeah, I, I come just, out, say a few insults, and that's it in a match. So, so I like where it's leading next week. And in terms of long term, well, not long term, but beyond that, um, I think I said that already. But I think maybe we're going to get Ziggler v Breaker at the Takeover. Standard, no, it's called. Oh, sorry, not takeover. It's not called that anymore. Yeah. Stand and deliver, um, Stand and which is on deliver. the same day as WrestleMania, um, and I think that's a great idea because I don't want to see Dolph Ziggler in the Battle Royal hanging onto the ropes for fifteen minutes. I want to see him in a match. Um, yeah, I think that could be banging. <laughs> um, and a great, and I love how they're bringing these guys down to have big matches. I think it's really stars. good. They want to get Best out. use of them. If if, if 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 they're not going to be on TV, bring them down. I mean, I know it's not going to happen, but I'd love to see like an Ali come down for a bit because he would be a big deal. I know he's he's done with WWE, just going to... And like you said, it's not just bringing them down. It's also bringing the other people up. Champa's been That's on what I'm thinking. Yeah, um, we, had, we had Waller before, obviously, now Champa, yeah. So it, it helps them get an introduction to the main roster before they're called up, if they're going to be. I don't think yeah. Waller is going to be, but Champa certainly and I, should Well, be. the thing is, I think it's interesting who they're picking to go up. I think it means something. I think Waller meant something coming up. I think Champa means something. Maybe they'll do something with Pete Dunne next. Who knows what what they'll do next? But I I I I believe that again. I think they're testing the water, and maybe Waller's lack of reaction meant they might not call him up. We well, didn't even have a, he didn't get a match or anything. Waller's too fresh. I think they're just trying yeah. to get people to notice him, who yeah. will then maybe follow him back. Hmm. I think yeah. Champa one was like, "Oh, have a match, see how, see how it goes." Like he's been having dark matches. He's been on main event. Well, we yeah. forget Champa was here, what, three, four years ago with Gargano? Yeah. Um, yeah, he was funny because they said it was his first match on Raw, and I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I think, honestly, think if he hadn't got injured, he'd have been on the main roster for a long time by now. Yeah, although he'd probably he's be in AW right now, wouldn't he? He said he didn't want to be on the main roster originally. But I really? think he's, well, I think um, he said in an interview a couple of years ago, um, he didn't ever want to get called up to Raw SmackDown because of the the schedule and the travel and everything is very hectic. Oh, okay. But since the pandemic, that's changed. They don't do house shows anymore. They don't really do a lot. Um, you're not on the road every day. They literally do Raw SmackDown. And then occasionally they do a, show, a house show, which is the same as NXT. So um, I think the schedule suits. I mean, even... But well, NXT is all in Orlando, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't have to travel at all there. But I mean, I think he was happy to do... It's just not working. You know, before it was... Do a show, fly to the next stage, fly, go do a show. It, well, it is a hectic schedule, the WWE schedule, which is why it doesn't suit everybody. Um, and why a lot of wrestlers, the older ones, go part-time. Um, but I think now the schedule suits him. The money will suit him more than being in NXT, and he's got not, nothing left to do. So for me, it makes sense to him for him to get called up now. 
Um, and, yeah. if, and if Gargano ever comes back to WWE, I hope he comes onto the main roster as well. I'd love to see that. Yeah. I'd love to see no, it. No, 100% agree. If He might go to AEW, I don't know, but unless I know everybody Who else. knows? Yeah. Um, so also on the show, we had Grayson Waller and LA Knight have their match. Um, Rich, I thought this was an amazing match. Yeah, really good match. You, love both of these guys, but go ahead. They're so good, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I, I love them. I mean, you've got like super heel Waller and LA Knight has really been put over so well now as a face. Crowd, I know we spoke about the crowd a few times now. They love him. Absolutely love they him. They do. And he and was I'm like, he was like a massive the... heel, wasn't yeah. he? LA Knight. Yeah, I thought he was like an amazing heel. I think he's maybe even better face than LA Knight. I think he's, he's so brilliant. talented, isn't he? I, I absolutely love him. Um, and although he gets, so Waller gets the win by rolling him up by the tights, which is very, I don't mind that because it's it Grayson Waller's character so yeah. much. But then Knight comes out strong by beating up Sanger and Waller. Um, mm. So I think this is continuing, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah I, I think I think we'll get a stipulation match which he needs to on um, stand and deliver. Interestingly, did you hear what he was saying when he went to? Look, I'm sure it was this this match. He was as he's walking up the ramp. He goes, "Yeah, he, like he's, he mounts the camera, like, oh, they may have one, but I was the last man standing." And I was, yes, like, I did catch that. Yeah, so that's what the match I'll have. Yeah. That's that's what good idea. Yeah, that's I did idea. catch that. Yep, I did. They'll do a last man down, standing match. Yeah. That's what's going to happen, I reckon. Let's go for that one. Well, well, oh, listen, be great. fish. Yeah. Yeah, I just caught that and I thought it as soon as he said it. Yeah, that would, that would be, again, that's the sort of situation you, you want to see. Because again, LA night, big win. I think I think the feud kind of earned, has, has earned it. It's been long-standing. It's, there's been, you know, a lot of beatdowns from both parties. I think, yeah, maybe. It's been going on quite a while, wasn't it? Last man standing is the way to go. Um. What else do we have on the show? We, we had Dusty and Cup. KLR yeah. progressing, didn't they? Yeah, so we had two matches, didn't we? In the yeah. Dusty Cup. Yeah, so they, who did they beat? Eo um, Sharon KLR beat um, Lash Legend and Amari Miller. I was going to um, say, yep. I had no idea. Finally, Lash Legend's <laughs> first match on NXT. Um, yeah, she looked a bit looked a bit green, I thought. But um, I, I like Amari Miller. I do think she's quite good when she gets She is good, actually. Yeah, I do um, like seen her. seen her a couple of times. I think mm-hmm. she's got potential, but it was obvious who was. Put. The, my problem with a lot of these matches in this women's one is, you know, who's winning before the match even begins. I didn't think the next one was as obvious. So we had Ivy Nile and a partner. I sorry, I don't know who her ne- what name Tatum was. Tatum something. It was Cantonzaro and Carter. I honestly thought you were going to have Ivy Nile basically take this on her own shoulders and beat the living hell out of Yeah, well, yeah, this is one of those. Ivy Nile's clearly the strongest person, but there's only one tag team in this match, um, Casey and Caden. Um, and I, I think it's probably right they won. Yeah, and yeah. to be honest, I liked the, the angle afterwards because Ivy Nile was just, like, just destroyed her. Yeah. Who is this girl yeah. who has to beat her up? So I didn't <laughs> mind it because of that. If, if It would have been a bit of a shame if Ivy Nile lost and that was it. But with, with what Nile's happened, I don't... Yeah, she is very good. But this is what I meant when I said about the, the NXT women's tag division because we've never even seen Tate and Paxley before. And suddenly she's in a tag team with Ivan Isle. I thought uh, she looked all right, though. Lash Legend and Amari mm. Miller apparently have been feuding on what was 205 Live, now is called NXT Level Up. They've changed the name. Yeah, well, they've um, got, you know, you've got Billy Dakota Kai and Wendy Chu. That's, that's an odd, I, another odd couple tag team. So I, yeah. I quite it's, like that storyline. 
It is interesting. Yeah, it's interesting those two. At least they've played up on that and why yeah. they're tagging. It's just, it's just two weird people together. I like it. Like just weird characters. Uh, it's, it's it's what NXT. I love Wendy. These, I think Wendy these Dusty Cups. So well, and I love Dakota Kai. So recharge yeah. wrestling. Love that tag team. Well, mate. speaking of love, did you love Nikita Lyons' debut on the show? <laughs> I did. It yeah. was I, I thought, thought she looked really was, good here. This was so athletic. So powerful. Yeah. Yeah. A new powerhouse in a women's. I think that's a big thing. She's, it is she's a good addition. Something a bit. I know Persia Pratt is also a bit of a powerhouse, but she had something. And Raquel Gonzalez. The striking as well, as well yeah. was so impressive. I did not expect the kicks and things like that that she was doing. And just the persona she had in the ring, like the way she pinned her opponent and everything she yeah. did kind of was just like, yeah, this is, this is a bit I'm going to pin you like that. <laughs> Again, jumping ahead, I reckon you could have a really cool Nikita Lyons Raquel Gonzalez match. I reckon that could be really cool. Um, down the line, I can see her line. being champion within the next year. Big, big call from Krusty there on uh, trying to get Honestly, some I, prediction I, I, I points. Can. I yeah. think she's got like, I don't know how you can make someone like that lose. She could strike, she's strong, mm. she's athletic. It's like every and she's she's big, so it's it's everything, isn't it? Mm. Um, honestly, don't know how who you could have beat her apart from maybe Raquel. Yeah. Um, well, they'll probably get Cora Jade roll her up next week. <laughs> like that, so <laughs> probably. Uh, Hopefully, she's on. Actually, there, oh. I am actually yeah. really starting to enjoy their random promos. Them just going yeah, on. Zip Cora wise, Raquel. Yeah, that, that like was that. that was fun. Actually, I quite liked I quite how. Like um, yeah, uh, making Raquel face the fears. I quite enjoyed that. Um, I. I've said it before, but I always like promos when they're outside of yeah. wrestling context. So I kind of well, enjoy stuff. I, I might move on to one that wasn't so good. I mean, it was um, Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs oh, doing yeah. their dating video. Um, I was going to ignore this, but... Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, so was I until you just mentioned outside of the ring promos. This yeah, one yeah. was... Uh, I've oof. not enjoyed this story at all. God knows what to do. The only bit of this I liked was... Was it Fallon Henley, her name? No idea. The, the lady. I did not um, know who that was who came in at the end. I didn't recognise Fall- her. It's Fallon Henley, I'm pretty sure. Okay. She was the bar mate. She was behind the bar last week. And she I'm was j- how do you know her name though? She's wrestled on NXT before. Oh she? Oh, okay. Yeah. Only like once. She's like a she's been a jobber basically. But I just I just thought you knew barmaids in NXT. <laughs> no, <laughs> they, I'm sure her name's Fallon, something. Um and she came in at the end and was basically like, you know. You don't, yeah, have, to you don't have to just videos, take yeah. a picture and then I like that bit. That bit was okay, but the rest of it was just cringy, really cringy. Yeah, and there was there's, there's a few kind of uh, dating. You know, we had um, Duke Hudson kissing Persia Parada. Oh, well, we, we say it all the time. NXT is just like the horny show. Like everyone, yeah, it's, just, I, it's just it's just a few of these angles. And when you <laughs> when you then okay, but on Raw as well, we've got the, Reggie and. Dana Brooke, it's just a lot of these at the moment, which feel like you know yesteryear's sort of storylines. There's a few of them coming back. NXT has got a lot. The of ratings back. used to be insane back then, so maybe yeah, that's let's, why let's just get some love angles going. I mean, and I actually quite NXT's like, like um, I quite like the uh, Duke Hudson Persia put on. By the way, I, I quite like that. And, I like um, the fact that Indy Hartwell's history plays into. Yeah, it. now that's we got like well, it's going to be Dexter Lumis and um, gonna, I, I think I think we're going to so get did they a date in real tag. life. Is that what this was? I don't, I don't know, know about real life. I don't know if they have. They're both Australian, aren't they? So I think they obviously know each other. Of, yeah. 
I don't know if they actually did date in real life, but no. that, that's what they had implying. Yeah, um, so I, what I think happens, my, my prediction is we're going to see the split up of Persia and Indy. Yeah. And we're going to get a mixed tag match and maybe, you know, lead to a one on one. They're going to do, you know, versions of this Duke Hudson v Dexter Loomis. Um, so I'm actually fine with that because I, are I they don't in the mind. Dusty Cup? They are. Maybe they lose. Because the who, are they, who are they facing? Do you know? Is it no, Cora? If it's Cora or Raquel, that's a great opportunity. Nah, I think they separated all of the like established teams. teams. Cora and Raquel, I think, are facing Yelisa Leon and um, Valentina for yeah. who's so the, other team, the other team that's left over. Um, oh, when did you Dakota Kai? Maybe they oh. lose to them then. Yeah, they might yeah. lose to them. They could do Indy and Persia lose to them because of yeah. Duke and yeah, yeah. I can see that happening. I can see that happening definitely. Okay. We've just sorted out the brackets for you and the Dusty Cup. I, yeah, I mean, like I say, a couple of the matches, are that's probably the most unpredictable one so far, that yeah. match, because there's two, there's four people in there that we actually see on TV and actually win matches sometimes, so. Yeah, um, the only thing I had written down, and I'll pass over to you guys if you had anything else, uh, we had Solo Sokoa challenge Gunter. I, I thought this was odd. A match next week. I thought it was cool. But what I didn't like about it, in a way, and it, it makes Solo Sokoa look good, so that's good. Mm. But literally, he super kicked Walter, or Gunter, sorry. Gunter. And he Gunter. was down. Gunter, it's pronounced Gunter. He was down for like, he was out. Yeah. Like, in a match, if you kick Gunter, he literally gets up and chops you, and you're, you're going to die, basically. Yeah, but he wasn't expecting it, was he? Because it was... Uh... I just think he made he I made that maybe they made him look a bit weaker than they should have done here. I that mean, Gun- Gunter's going to beat Soda Sokoa. It's just interesting to see how yeah. much Soda Sokoa gets in and if it's um, you know, what kind of match it is. I, I loved it, um, it. Won't be a squash as usual in these kind of segments. I love Malcolm Bivens. He was great in the corner, like because <laughs> he um, because it wasn't really initially about them, was it? it was the, yeah, it was um, the Creed brothers. Funny how he said to him. Um, you got the juice now, ooze. Yeah. He, <laughs> so they're not hiding he, yeah, this at all, are they? Called him ooze, yeah. It's yeah. interesting. I said that really weird. Yeah. You got the juice <laughs> You've now. got the juice now, ooze. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. got the juice, ooze. Uh, there we go. Yeah. They're not hiding the fact that But I love the fact that so, yeah, Imperium and Creed Brothers brawl, which leaves Bivens and Gunter. And then Bivens was like shitting himself, mm. and he was in the corner. But, and then Solo no, Sokoa no, saved no, him. Uh, no, Roddy Strong. He was um in the corner of the tag match, wasn't he? With Ivan Knight, he was he just was looking on. He was, he? Yeah. yeah, he was. Yeah, he was the one thought... telling her to do it, which I thought was yeah. interesting. By the way, going back to that, yeah, yeah, do that was a, a good, good point. Anything else from NXT Rod. from you guys? No, that's that's all my notes um, from NXT. I'm just having a look. Um, Don't look too hard. Oh, there was um. Obviously, there was the stuff between uh, Pete Dunne and Carmelo Hayes and, and Cameron Grimes getting back into it, which I thought was I oh, thought yeah. it was over. But it looks, like we're getting, it looks like we're getting... Are we getting a tag match between them? Um, week, I think so, yeah. Uh, just on that, I thought it was a really good match. Um, I thought yeah. this was the best I've seen Trick look in ring. Yeah. Personally, I thought he hasn't it was really good. Yeah, so, yeah. they yeah. really good in a singles match here with Cameron. And Cameron Grimes is always impressive. He's always uh, looking good. Anyway. Yeah, I, I thought that was just worth a quick mention because I think if when we get done, Carmelo, that's going to be great. Which I'm assuming is the, the match it's we're going to get probably at the takeover. Yep, 
He's going to stand and deliver and go to the moon. Um, <laughs> dynamite, dynamite time. And I'll, I'll kick off with... Um, Rampage first. With, oh, yeah. No, let's do Rampage first. You're right, for sure. So Rampage. If <clears throat> I keep my voice. Uh, oh, Jay, White, Jay White debuted. Oh, sorry. Um, oh, yeah. We could, we'll, we'll go to Hobbs in a second because we, we can segue up from Hobbs. I love a bit. Uh, yes. Save Hobbs to the end of Rampage because it can yeah, segue onto yeah. something else yeah. I want to talk about. We're pros now. We're pros. We're like we are. 20 episodes in. We're, we're pros. Uh, but Jay White debuted. Um, again, I've not seen him wrestle before. I was pretty impressed with him here. I thought he looked pretty good. Um, and I just want to say, Trent always looks wow since he's come back from his injury he is he just looks incredible in ring i don't know if it's just me but i think he looks great he's been used a lot as well he has they've used him in a lot of big matches um is this the second week in a row or was it the one before but he's had he he had the tag match with rocky romero last week against the bucks i think that was last week's rampage Mm. or the week before he went quite far in the tag battle royal as well which we'll get to Um, yeah so uh, it, I just I just think he looks incredible. It's not just you; he's come back a different guy. He looks. Yeah. I think his look helps as well. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's shaved his head. He looks well, and and he just looks bigger. He looks a bit busty. Yeah. He's kind of bulked out a bit. He, yeah, I just Drop think he looked rip. great. And this was a Jay White, you know, to see him. But I come away from that thinking Trent looked great. Trent but Jay White was also good. Yeah, Trent did get a lot of effort offense in, in the match. Um, and they, I yeah. did notice that he kind of um, he hit the Blade Runner kind of out of nowhere um, to win it. So it was, it was kind of like he took him to his limit, which was was quite cool. But yeah, Jay, Jay White is good. He's, he's definitely good. I don't yeah. know. Uh, the Blade Runner's now. Sister Abigail, isn't it? Um, is it Sister Abigail? It's like yes. Sam, yeah. And yes, the yes. Reckoning as well. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's like similar, that, yeah. isn't it? It's an yeah. awesome move. I love it. I quite yeah, like, I like, I quite like a Switchblade as a nickname. I think that's quite a cool nickname. That is cool. Switchblade, man. Switchblade, man. <laughs> And he had a stare down, obviously, after as well with Orange Cassidy. So I'm guessing we're probably going to get that at some point. Dun, dun, dun. Maybe, dun, maybe dun, he'll, dun. they'll they'll draw draw it out to a Revolution and uh, we'll have a match. Uh, I don't. I don't maybe. Know. I mean, Cassidy has got a qualifier on Rampage tomorrow night. Oh, as they for the ladder that. match against um, Anthony Bowens of the acclaimed, which you'd think he'd win. Yeah, he probably but will actually. He'll probably Unless be. But maybe Joe White gets in the match. Maybe Joe yeah. White gets in the ladder match as well. Who knows? Know. Uh, depends on who he's sick around for. But someone who we know is in the match. Yes, good segue. segue is Powerhouse Powerhouse Hobbs. I love Hobbs. I, I think, I, he's, a I think he's awesome. This is cool. But at this point, the ladder match, we have Keith Lee. <laughs> Wardlow, powerhouse Hobbs. I know, this is my favourite type of match ever. <laughs> last week, guys, last week I remember we were talking about this match and you said, oh, I think Dante's got a win because yeah, there's so many big yeah. men in there. And then Here like, we go. I, I, I love a big man. These ladders are going to get destroyed. It's just going to be broken. It's going to be fun. I want to see Marco Stunko in this match now, just for a laugh. I don't think he's with Stunko anymore. I know. I know. No, I don't really want He's just going to be running away, isn't he? Yeah, well, Dan hands in his pockets, dodging them all. I can see it now. He's just going to be dodging in and out of all three of them with his hands. Yeah, and I reckon they're going to get Keith Lee to do some athletic spot because he's quite athletic, isn't he? They're going to get into some sort of somersault off a ladder, through a ladder, (laughs) through Hobbs and Wardlow. It's going to be some mad (laughs) stuff. It's going to be great. I can't wait for actually. Can't wait. Well, yeah. If we think back to the matches he used to have with Dodjakovic, Dodjakovic easily have Hobbs or Wardlow sort of fill one of those spots. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing Wardlow against someone big, just to see 
how powerful yeah, I just want to see a big yeah Ward. Well, we've seen a couple of Wardlow Hobbs stare-offs in um, Battle Royals. I think we've seen it a couple of times. But I want to see a Wardlow Keith Lee stare-off. That's what I want to see. And them two go at each other because I reckon um, Wardlow's probably the more athletic out of um, Wardlow and Hobbs. I mean, they're all athletic, yeah. aren't they? They're all pretty impressive guys. Well, Keith Lee's a different level. Yeah, he is. Keith yeah, Lee's he insane. is. He's insane <laughs> in terms of that. Um, he is. Yeah. And he's not really been, again, he had a small promo and he didn't even say much in his promo on the show. So he, um, yeah, they kind of kept him back a bit, haven't they, since his debut, which is interesting. I wonder if they're going to just keep him back until the pay per view and just unleash I him. Love him have like I think that would be a good match, idea. Mm. Yeah, I'd let like to go, see him um, have a, yeah. Get, let him loose in that um, ladder match. I'd yeah. say he's limitless. He is limitless. He is. And I, yeah, just talking about the actual match itself between Hobbs and uh, Dante Martin, there's a real clash of styles and I thought it worked really well. Dante Martin was flying and spinning around the ring. Yeah. Like, I, I think this is one of the rare examples of AW uh, repeating a match. I think we've seen this before from Dante and Hobbs. We have. Possibly. I'm sure we have. We must have done because Dante had that bit where he nearly joined Team Taz. Yeah, I'm sure it. Dante Martin's beat Hobbs before. I think he won last time. I like the yeah. way this ended with a, a huge spine buster as yeah. well. That, mm. That's rare to have something like that, but it, it looks massive. Um, and it, it's it's quite realistic because Dante's so small. Yeah. Someone being slammed like that into a mat would, would yeah. finish him off. I just thought it was cool. I was actually quite shocked, but I was like, yeah, awesome. And then we mm. got our big, three big, massive guys in the, in the ladder match. Which I and then we got the fourth man. Yep. Which was yeah, very that's, interesting. That's, that's, that's the segue onto Dynamite. Link onto Dynamite, yeah. We uh Ricky Starks is that it makes now? it very He's interesting. The Hobbs partner, um, yeah. beating Ten. <clears throat> God, my voice again. Ten of the Dark Order, um, which which again is cool to have. Um, he's been used a couple of times as well. Recently. Yeah, he's he's had a good he had a match with Carl Rampage. Actually, yeah. we didn't talk about it. Yeah. He had a he beat up some security last week. He's looked good recently. Yeah, he's had a weird little push, hasn't he? Uh, Ten. But Starks looks great as always. And um, nice to see him. Again, we talk, talked before about all these kind of middle of the card guys being kind of pushed to the side a little bit. And Starks is another one who's done more commentary than wrestling in, in the last yeah, few months. But absolutely, yeah. good to see him beat 10 and qualify for the ladder match. And again, he's another one. He'll he'll take some bumps for, for some Keith Lees and Wardlows of this world. Um, I just think the dynamic is going to be interesting. With him and Hobbs, are they going to team the whole match? Is there going to be a moment where they go for yeah, each other? Is it going to lead to a split? I don't, yeah, it, it could do. It could go any way, couldn't it? I would like to see these split and then have Hook face um, Starks. Starks. That could be an incredible match. And win that FTW title. Yeah. And then win all yeah. the belts. Why not? I mean, oh, let's, I don't, can, we just have put, title, can we have Hook qualify for the ladder match, please? <laughs> have three with it, the yeah. FTW title would be great. We couldn't yeah, go well, a show without mentioning it. I don't think it this week. We just love him. Um, just I, I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Sean Spears qualify for the ladder match, by the way. So I think that could be interesting with Spears and Wardlow in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that that'd could be, be a good just, way of having having Spears get wrecked by yeah. Wardlow. Well, again, he's he's another one. We haven't seen wrestle much, have we, Sean Spears? It'd be nice to see him yeah. wrestle. Um, <clears throat> so I want to move on to my top mark of the week. Um, I don't have a skid mark this week. It's just all positive for me this week. Um, we had, we mentioned earlier, the debut of Buddy Matthews. But actually, 
I was in top mark territory before Buddy Matthews even arrived because I just love the House of Black. I think they are brilliant. I, I'm, I'm really impressed with um, Brody, Bro- King. Brody King. Yeah. Again, someone I didn't know before he joined AW. I think he looks great. The perfect like partner for um, Black. Um, I loved his and, after match segment. Yeah. They, they actually so lost cool. the match, didn't they? They, they lost to um, yeah. Pencil and Pack. Yeah, I think so. Yes, yeah, because he got he got the mist. Yeah, in he his went mouth to do the mist and he, he choked on the mist. I, yeah, yeah, I wasn't overly keen on the finish. The after angle. <laughs> I think well, it's a good. Do, do you know what though? Yeah, like we it. see so many of these mist in the face spots, and you think what well, you've got to do is cover his mouth, and he can't. So I like. Yeah, I, I think suppose. it's clever. Yeah, and they also said that he like brings it. It's not like all magic mist, which he comes from his saliva or something. Yeah. So I think that was really cool. Yeah. But they I love the after, after the match. Because they yeah, obliterated that. him. And Brody King, I just loved the bit where he's running up the ramp, just smashing the hell out of every security <laughs> Yeah, guard. that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Uh, I like the way they like run in single file towards him. Though. Yeah, yeah, they always go one by one, always. <laughs> Why would you go five on one? Um, and then we got the obligatory lights out uh, which they overdo but whatever um and buddy matthews comes out yeah buddy matthews i just said that right he yeah. comes out and it, again we thought he was going to go against black um but then just destroyed pack and penta and i wonder when ray phoenix is back because that could be some six-man tag that was, that was my thought he was going to yeah. come out i thought he might come out at the end here he didn't yeah, but that that would be some. That would uh, be a good revolution match, match wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, w- I wonder if Phoenix is back for Revolution and they're they're building that now. Uh, but well, they've only got they've only got a week to go, so they. Buddy Matthews and Alistair Black, Malachi Black together, so cool. I think because the yeah. history. Obviously, they mentioned their history in like obviously they say history in WWE, but they play they mentioned that they have history. And obviously, Malachi Black and uh, Buddy Murphy had amazing matches on Raw, like to, against each other. Smackdown, uh, I think. Matthews. Yeah, whichever. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But, um, courses for courses. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're great matches. But um, against obviously feuded against each other, they just sort of teamed them up here. Um, but I'm glad they did the tease first of Buddy going against Malachi. Um, mm. It's kind of like the Carl O'Reilly, Adam Cole thing, where obviously they feuded in WWE, brought them back and now teaming them together. At least they've mm. sort of made reference on both of them about their history. Um, yeah, that is good. Um, and I think Krusty mentioned last week or week before, whenever Keith Lee debuted, that uh, Keith Lee's just brought his gear from WWE. I think Buddy, Ma- Buddy, Buddy Murphy sounds exactly the same. They're both wearing yeah. the exact same gear as it did in he WWE. He looks exactly the same, doesn't he? Yeah, exactly the he same. He looks That's like just... he's blown up a bit, though. He's been beefcake. Yeah, well, do you remember when they tried oh, yeah. to claim he was two, under 205 pounds? Yeah. <laughs> Buddy bullshit. Murphy's never been under 205, <laughs> surely. He's, he's always been massive. Um, but yeah, it'd be exactly, cool to see yeah. him again. He's probably the perfect aw side in because he's so good in ring and exactly the cypher wrestler they kind of showcase on the show so and i think he's someone you're, you're not going to necessarily push to the to the main event you'll probably be happy in like a mid card but doing interesting stories on tv yeah. wrestling every week having good matches so oh, house he, of black are great they don't need to be anywhere near title belts house of black keep them far uh, away well, from them all. I wouldn't mind that for me. Malachi having it at some point well it's Maybe interesting, not in this it's interesting they, they kept them out of the um tag team battle royal which we can segue yeah Yep. They kept yeah, they catch out the battle which is interesting. Um, I mean, what did you guys make of the battle royal? I quite enjoyed it actually. Yeah, I thought it was all right. Uh, it was, it was good. It was fine. I know. don't know. 
do WWE do tag team battle royals? And if they do, is it they do it differently? Swan, Swan members one. Eliminated, yeah, yeah. both eliminated. So this is a better way of doing it. I think. I think, I think it's a better way of doing it. Because why would back. you? I just want to say, Butch. Yeah, he had, a, he had a little run, didn't he? I was loving that. He was beating everyone up. Yeah, yeah. that was good. Yeah, I agree. Good. I totally agree with you, Keenan. Because I hate it when they've done them on. I remember them doing them one on Raw, not like maybe a year or so back. And I couldn't remember. One member of the team gets eliminated, and the other one just has to go, leave, like goes over the top right, just walks out. Mm. It's so stupid. Like, why can't you just fight for like, the right team? And and what I liked about this is they really played into that because the last six were all individual members of one team. Yeah. In yeah. this match, and, and I think the big point of this really was the end angle, wasn't it? I mean, you had O'Reilly sneakily throw out one of the bucks. Oh, that was such a good finish because so they yeah, were teaming it was really and then, clever. O'Reilly fakes an injury um, in order yeah. to get John, um, Matt Jackson to beat up John Silver and eliminate him. And he sneaked up the item and eliminated him. Yeah, he, he had a run, didn't he? He was, he, was so good. he was probably the MVP in the match, to be honest. Yes, They're big on him at the really moment, good. aren't they? And he's, he's good. He's so athletic, so strong. I, I really like him. But yeah, yeah the, obviously the end angle was um, Red Dragon and the Bucks falling out. Are we going to get this as soon as Revolution? Or do you think we're going to go further than that? Well, I'm not sure because I'm, I'm really torn. I don't know what's good. I, I got a feeling they might cost. Oh, I don't know. Cause I think you could just have the bucks in that freeway tag. Easy. I think that's probably is going to be what happens. But I, do, I, I really think Santana, Santana and Ortiz kind of have to qualify. Oh, Santana was great in this match as well. Yeah. Yes. After their, um, you know, whole thing with Jericho, if they do that and then don't get a tag team title match straight after, it seems a bit weird. So for me, that's a good point. I would have Santana and Ortiz qualified. I'd have Red Dragon cost the Bucks next week, and then that's you know leads to, and then maybe the Bucks cost cost Red Dragon at the pay per view, and then that's the match we that's a feud we carry on with going forward. Maybe, um, yeah, yeah. No, I don't I mean, know. Had, I think that's a very good point about Santana and Ortiz, and I haven't even thought yeah. about that, but. It's a very good point, I think. Because in my mind, watching this match, I thought there's three teams that could win. And one of them wasn't FTR, unfortunately, who were in there and lasted, uh, Dax lasted quite far. But I thought, really, it's Red Dragon, Bucks, or Santana and Ortiz. So I don't think they have to do something now. Win this. Really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and we kind of just moved on briefly. We had Cole and Paige have a little face to face. Yeah. On this yeah, show, so as well. after, that was after the, the battle royal, wasn't there? Was the, yeah, it was right? straight after. Yeah, yeah. He, he's so cool when he comes out. He, he like kind of fast walks. <laughs> into a, uh, he, he's just awesome. I just wish they'd have him wrestling a little bit more than they did. He's gone from being uh, the workhorse who's in ring every week to one match every couple of months. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's just a little bit too <laughs> spread out. But I, I, I just want him to wrestle more because I love watching him. He's so cool, isn't he? We love him. Yeah, um, he is. And again, I know this is had a short build, but I'm looking forward to the match at Revolution. I really think Paige is going to win, though. I just don't see Cole winning too the belt short yet. to have Adam Cole win, yeah. isn't it? Maybe we have a dodgy yeah. a dodgy win somehow. Yeah. Somehow and, I, and I think Cole's got plenty to do without the belt. I think he's got... He's in the middle of a tag team feud right now. There's the stories of Kenny. When Jay Kenny White showed up. You got Omega. There's, really, there's, a, there's a lot yeah. that he could be doing. And Let's have Red Dragon and Adam Cole versus the Bucks and, and Kenny Omega. Omega. Yeah. That's, that that's would be I'll... one of the best matches. I in think the world. that will definitely happen within the next six months. That match. I... Let's do it in like a war games cage. 
Yeah, what, yeah. what do they call it in AW? Stadium Stampede. If happens, what's the uh, blood and guts? If that right? happens, I think match of the year is sewn up. Honestly, oh. I think I can't see it not being. Be <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Book it now. Book it now. Yeah, match of the year is already decided. I mean, I don't know, know if we can happen. stick anyone else in there. Whether you put Jay White in as well. Um, you could do. Mm, but I don't know who else you'd pull in. But... Brandon Cutler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would bring it down a little bit. Yeah. No offense to Brandon Cutler, but not I, I must say, I do watch him sometimes with that camera. It and is he's funny. like proper into it, even like on people that aren't in his faction. And he's like getting in there. <laughs> I do quite like him. Yeah, he is funny. Yeah, he, he plays is, his role, like... but he has yeah. his purpose. But it's just, you wouldn't put him in that match. He's <laughs> just, <laughs> just the only other guy I could think of. Um, <clears throat> what else was there? Well, Let's go to Krusty's top mark. My top mark, Let's go to top mark, yeah. So we have MJF come out. And wow, what a promo. I didn't think this guy could get any better. You could put him on, I was going to say EastEnders, but if you're not from the UK, (laughs) you're not going to know, you're not going to know what what I'm on about. But uh, his acting is insane. He's a bit um, better than Danny Dyer, mate. Yeah, but I say, EastEnders is known for great acting, isn't it? Well, all right. But, <laughs> well, it's got something, yeah, it's not that bad. But, okay. Anyway, 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 Sorry about that, yeah. <laughs> but I I hadn't looked into this before, the uh, before that I'd watched, but I thought, is this real? Is there some truth to it? So we had um, MJF Spitz, a massive, amazing promo, and then the come, Punk comes out at the end, and he's almost, I thought they were going to hug I honestly yeah. thought Punk was going to hug him because he was like, is this true? And then MJF just walks out the ring sort of still with tears in his eyes. Um, he's basically saying that he's been bullied and all he wants to be was a professional wrestler. And then Punk quitting just completely ruined everything for him, um, which really plays into this stuff with the picture um, of him with CM Punk growing up. And it turns out that actually back um, in around 2015, I think it was, um, MJF had actually posted a status, an actual real social media status, saying that um, he he was leaving a football like scholarship um, because he couldn't deal with school anymore, um, and he wanted to pursue his dream of professional wrestling. Which, to be honest, is absolutely incredible. When now we've got this story, and he's working at the top of his game in AEW, um, and even before I knew that, this was my top mark because. He was just insane. And I'm going to say it, this guy is the goat of promo in wrestling. He is absolutely amazing. Um, yep. And that's saying against like people like Punk, you know how much I think of Seth Rollins. It, it, mm. But this guy is, he's the top. He's the top of it. Uh, absolutely is. amazing. And, and this was so different because it, it was almost like a baby face promo. And he's just like, we haven't had that. It made you feel sorry for him. But even Tony yeah. Giovanni was like, I feel for him. Like, and he, he made you believe it. And it was, well, it was true. So obviously, you know, but I love promos that play into real life things anyway. But the way, the way he did this, and I still think he's going to use this. Oh, he's going to play it. This is the really punk big time, <laughs> um, which is going to be amazing. Um, but yeah, it, it, this was an amazing promo. I've seen so much praise for this online as well. You weren't the only one that, that loved it. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, if, if if we do promo of the year at the end of the year, then this is the winner now. With, with 10 months to spare... The thing is, though, do you remember I, a few I, weeks I back when we had, punk, we had Punk MJF's initial 
promos. Yeah. They're, they're really, yeah. I'd have to watch them back to back because they're just. I think the mad. nature of this program, the promo, the content of it, yeah, was so not what I expected. Yeah, I, I think he did really well when he was saying like, um, "You're the reason I want to be a wrestler." You know, I looked up to you. You were the guy. Yeah. And then you left, and then you became the reason I wanted to be a wrestler in spite of you. And I just loved like. He looked seething, didn't he? Yeah, it was, just it was oh, so real. But every, I guess it is real. So yeah, it's the, like, but like the way he's the way he's saying it is the way he looks like the emotion. Like he, he's like breaking a few words here and there. He just everything is just perfection. It is the crowd is was real. so confused because they started to boo him, and then it was like we can't really boo this. Mm. Um, I loved. I thought Punk coming out and just just simply said. Is this true? Like that yeah. really added to it as well. Um, yeah. I think it helped. Hug a... would have been too far, so I'm glad they didn't do that in a way. I, I honestly thought I was like, he's <laughs> gonna hug him in a minute, like a little boy. If you're like, it's okay, and then but, low blow. But maybe that yeah. will happen at mm-hmm. Revolution, and then MJF is gonna low blow him or something weird like that. Um, yeah, I, I, I think the great thing about this is this feud started at the end of last year because I remember we actually spoke about this on end of year review when we were like you know this is this can't be in for feud of the year this year because it's only just started but for next year I think it's a shoe in um and again you mentioned just when they go across they kicked off with like a proper fire promo well that's how they started it and I think I even said if you go back to end of year review how do they top that that's like it's going to be hard to keep this level of intensity. But the last two weeks, last week we had Punk sat in the ring with his box and he got his dog collar out and did a big promo. Mm. MJF had no response. He walked out, looked at him, walked off again. And this week, MJF has just done his own soliloquy promo and Punk's come out, not really said anything and then walked off. So they're not even, they're just but like two weeks in row now, they've just had, you know, five, 10 minutes just talking. What I like is just one of them. It's not back and forth jab. Like we get that yeah. those premises in AEW all the time, and a lot of them are really good. Like we had the Eddie Kingston Jericho one. We'll get to later in a minute, but yeah, like that was good. But this was these were so different. Yeah, like this MJ one F one in particular was so different because it was just MJF talking, and we had like you said, you had just CM Punk last week putting in a really powerful promo, and here this was unbelievable from MJF, absolutely unbelievable. And I think I agree with Chris that he probably is the number one guy. Um, Currently, the uh, go. Um, yeah, I think currently he probably is. I mean, there's other guys I think that could be as good as him um, if they were let to, you know, if they were allowed to be. There's probably a few others that could match him. I think um, it's but, just the um, way I think he Eddie got across that emotional side. Yeah, that is not easy to do. It, that that was insane. And like Keeney said about him breaking his voice and things like that, it was like an actor. It it was. So, I like the fact that you mentioned about practicing promotions in the mirror. And I was like, I believe that because the way he's doing it, he's actually doing one now. Madness. And this is the perfect promo. Sorry, not promo. Sorry, the perfect feud. I love this feud. And and you know, I wasn't that convinced on Punk before he came because I was like, is he going to be overhyped? But I'm loving it. I'm absolutely loving it. Um, Yeah. I think when he joined, this was what we wanted to see. We wanted to see at some point Punk and MJF just go off on the mic at each other. Yeah. We didn't even care about in-ring. We were like, and again, I think I think if you listen back to our show when Punk debuted, we probably were saying him and MJF is what we want to see. Mm. Um, 
and Definitely. we've got it and it's delivered even maybe even more than I thought it would because I think know, it was like when they had their first match I think it was my match of the night on that show as well like the match was really good yeah yeah probably we yeah. talked about the promos and, and this dog collar match will be brutal they're, they are notoriously brutal matches blood everywhere it's, it's, it's kind of what they do and it's just going to be a brilliant match um, and just can't wait just cannot wait for it um, but we should move on otherwise we could just sit here and talk it about it is well it was a night MJF. of amazing promos Fisher mentioned the Eddie Jericho one earlier yeah again I mean, to, to have this as not the top promo of the night is just insane. I think it was a very strong week for promos, but this show in particular was yeah, insane. Amazing. I mean, you know, we had um, the Edge one on Raw, the, the Miz one on Raw were good. And these mm. were like unbelievable. Yeah. Um, you know, so yeah. Is Jericho going heel? He, he definitely seems... seemed to play the heel here. He, yeah. um, uh, he 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 was coming across as like you know I'm, I'm too good for you I, I, I'm main eventer you're a jobber sort of thing that's what he's saying wasn't he? Um, but what I love about Kingston Kingston is so different because he almost doesn't I, I don't know I don't have to describe it it almost doesn't cut promos he just says what he's thinking I feel like there's no like work with Eddie Kingston ever it's just this, this is how he is and this is how he'd be if you spoke to him in the street. He's just it so real, like so real, Eddie Kingston. And yeah, just can't wait. Cannot wait. The line I loved from Eddie at Jericho was when he said, this is a wrestling company, not an entertainment company. You should go down the block. Yeah. <laughs> I, I loved it. I loved him. He was saying, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to face the mimosa Chris Jericho that faced Orange Cassidy. Yeah. yeah. You know, I want to face... Yeah, the first AEW champion. champion. Yeah, yeah. The w guy in w- he didn't mention WWE Jer- Jericho, really. He mentioned WCW Jericho from like the 90s. But, you know, he was going through a list of, of when Jericho was on top. And he was like, I want to face that guy. Because he was like, if not, I'm just going to eat you alive. Um, which I thought was great. Kingston's amazing as well. He's on the top tier promo. Obviously, yeah. Jericho's one of the best. Insane. So, and I, I, I think Kingston should win this match because I think Jericho did say that you've not really won the big one yet. You always seem to yeah. lose in the big matches. Kingston and he's, he, he is right. Kingston never wins big matches. And I think... And that's what I love about these promos as well. Yeah. We said it with the Santana and Ortiz. Even though Jericho's kind of playing the heel, he's, he's right in a lot of what he's saying. Yeah. And he was a... right with that. Yeah. Um, and, I, I, you know, he was really testing him, like talking about his family and them all being failures as well. Really mm. pushing him, uh, like he wanted him to go for him, he didn't. Um, and then Jericho, as well, I liked it. The fact he was kind of like, you know, if you do beat me, I'll shake your hand and be like, Yeah, you, know, you are good, you're not a failure. Um, but I think it's gonna be interesting. I think it, I don't think the match will be amazing personally, but the build up's been great. So I think, I think it could be quite good if they go just blow for blow. If they try and do a wrestling clinic, which, which they won't, then yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be. It won't be the best wrestling match on the show. It needs to be a no. fight, doesn't it? Yeah, it needs to be a fight. That is exactly it. Um, one thing that will be a fight revolution is Danielson and Moxley. Oh yes, which oh, we yes. basically got confirmed here uh, after a really good main event, Danielson against Daniel Garcia. I've mentioned it before. I mentioned it again. Next time he wrestles, but Daniel Garcia is so good, so good in yeah. ring. Yeah, and I actually think he would be a perfect like protege for Danielson. Well, he was one of the guys they mentioned, wasn't he? He was one of the guys they yeah. mentioned. Well, I think um, 
hasn't Danielson faced them? Because he faced Wheeler Utah didn't he, the other week, which is another yeah. one he mentioned at the time. So I think he's just going through them. Um, but yeah, I, I thought this was a good match. And then, yeah, basically that, that them saying the match is at Revolution. Um, and yeah, just can't wait to see these uh, two. Yeah, I love the way this. I mean, the match was good, but I didn't have that many notes from the match. But the way that, you know, 2.0 came in, beat Brian down, and then Mox comes out and makes the save. Um, mm. It's really cool. And then they just stared down, but, you know, Brian was like, I'm guessing, you, you know, we know what's going to happen here. We're going to have the match. And yeah. that match is going to be great. And it's going to be brutal because they they, they basically, that's the whole thing about these two. Yeah. It's going to be catch up everywhere. <laughs> there is going to be ketchup. But we got the um, Danielson leg lock and uh, like pose. Flex. Uh, he the, is the flex. Stacked. I've said this to a few, a few people. He is stacked at the moment. And I like that. that yeah. That he's, like, he's actually putting work in to look good. I think in WWE he lost that a bit. Um, and it was noticeable. Yeah, he, but I, think I, I don't remember him being this, this muscly before. He, kind he was. Of... He's put a lot of size on. But yeah. he's, he's main eventing all the time. He needs to look good. And I think it helps his wrestling. I think he's so, he's great. His promos. And also it gives him this arrogant size, doesn't it? Um, that, that was such a good, fin- I loved that finish to the match. I was like, you wanker, Ryan. <laughs> I know. He's just so cool. Um, this is going to be amazing. I, I, I can't wait. Uh, perfect opponent for Mox. Perfect. I know. And this revolution card, by the way, is... Oh. It's looking insane. right now. It's looking, it's looking better than Mania, I think. The Revolution card. It looks insane. We don't really know what's going on at Mania yet. I don't think WWE. Well, we've, we've got we've got Brock and Raymond. We got I, I think by the time Bianca, we get sort of edge and AJ and these, these matches. Yeah, yeah. What, prob- yes, once all those confirmed, yeah, probably. I think we'll be right. But all right, but right now, yes, right now. <sighs> but like right now, Paige and Cole is like the fourth match I'm looking forward to, which is mad when you consider Punk and JF. Um, these two box and um, Danielson, yeah, and that ladder match we just mentioned, how great that's going to be. There's, there's just so, and the triple threat tag match will be great. We got Baker and Thunder Rosa, which last time they fought oh, was like wow. a classic, yeah. So the card is um, insanely stacked, and there was another match added to it, but I think it's um, your skid mark fish, which uh, we can move oh, on no. to now. We're gonna finish on a skid. Well, there yeah, might be well, something else for me. The match announced isn't my skid mark. No, no, but, but yes, it leads it, it, on to it. Yeah, it leads it to it, yeah. So go um, ahead. Yeah, it's, there was nothing I really disliked that much this week. I, I, I didn't want to not have a skid mark, Keeney, because you didn't have one either. And I thought Krusty yeah. didn't actually have one specific match. They, You know, it was a sort of a collection. Um, but I didn't like what they did with um, Jade and uh, the bunny here. It felt, they felt kind of, it felt irrelevant. And actually, I noticed AEW crowds are, hot for everything and they were very quiet in this match and I don't think it was to do with Jade because they popped when Jade come out you know Jade's a big st- draw I think um, you know and she's doing really really well with that title Be- even, probably even better than I thought she was going to do to be honest Yeah. Um, but this match was enough it, it, it wasn't a lot of effort <laughs> into the actual match itself but what I didn't like about it was the booking around it with um, Smart Mark Sterling Matt Hardy doing the delete stuff to him just both of them getting involved. It felt more about them two on the outside than it did about Jade and Bunny. And I felt that took away from the match a little bit. Um, so I was just a bit disappointed with it. I didn't think it was, it wasn't horrendous. It was just. Was there also a free count that the ref stopped? I'm sure 
We yeah, had so one, two, and the rest. What, I, what I think happened is Jade Cargill just forgot to kick out, and yeah. the ref couldn't count three because Jade has this for the title, and Jade has this unbeaten streak. It looked through everything awful. if she lost. So the ref had to like, yeah, just stop counting. Yeah, it, it was a bit sloppy in there as well. Yeah. I think there was a it boo from the crowd there as well. It wasn't great. Mm. Um, they, they, um, Matt tried to slide knuckles in. Um, knuckle dusters, and then a belt, yeah. I, I, I mean, it's kind of a cool spot, but it's just again, it's silly, it's too much interference. I thought, um, you think Matt just, Hardy does is rubbish at the moment. Let's bring in Jeff ASAP, please. Jeff, needs to save Matt's career, <laughs> he does, honestly, he does. He does. Um, but <laughs> yeah, just it wasn't terrible, but on a show that was stacked with really good things, this stood out massively to me and it's a shame because it's, it's, it was a title match the only title match on the show yeah it's a shame and, that it, it and it's harsh because it's the women's match but I felt like it's AW again Not it's not on the women it's AW again not putting any effort into their women like they, they give them one match on the show sometimes they're five minutes or less they're not on Rampage as well Serena Deeb had her open challenge and it went like 20 it was like 30 seconds <laughs> well um, uh, i mean we, we was, I was mentioning the the matches Rev, uh, revolution a minute ago and we got nothing from baker and thunder rosa here i know right. they've got their contract signing on rampage but with all of the promo time they gave everything else i thought you'd give five minutes shame, to thunder and baker incredible promos, yeah baker's baker's one of the top promos in the company she's so good yeah. and um yeah they just Again, just a slight misstep. Uh, and again, maybe on Rampage, they'll have a really good contract signing and we'll talk about it next week as our top mark. Who knows? But um, yeah, just thought that was odd. It was left off from Dynamite this week as well. Yeah. But we did get set up off the back of that. Jade Cargill and Ty Conti for yeah, which, which is Revolution. Fine. Uh, we haven't have seen Conti for a little I while, I loved uh, Ty, um, Jade's reaction here, by the way, when she kissed her on the head. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, going face to face and just kissed her forehead. I haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah, was, J- uh, Jade cool. in general is yeah such a good champion. I think you mentioned it a minute ago, Fish, but yeah, so good, Jade Cargill. So believable. The, the the right choice of champion. I think she's again. We haven't seen Ruby Soho for a little while either. She so, is someone, by the way. I would be stunned if WWE aren't looking at her like we would like we want her. Oh, Jade Cargill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's right in Vince's street, isn't she? Yeah. And they're gonna try. They would try and poach. I can imagine. Not necessarily saying she will definitely go or anything, but I I would have thought she would be the one woman in AW. They'll be like, right, let's get her. Mm. Because as much as like Britt Baker's great and all that, I don't necessarily think they'd be like desperate to get her. Um, no. Whereas Jade, I can imagine they would. I can imagine Vince would see the money there in her. Yeah, no, you're probably right. I'd be happy to see her wrestle anywhere, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, she's I can, amazing. I can see it still very fresh years. as well. I can see it happening in a few years. She'll build and isn't she quite young around. as well? Isn't is yeah, she quite young, yeah. like early 20s? Well, quite new, quite new yeah. to the wrestling business. So I think she, she can get better and better yet. She is getting better, I think, as well. I think in yeah, general... There's been a few things like the kick out and there's been a few spots. Yeah, I think, good, it was a, I think it was a rough week. There. But I think her matches in general have been pretty good as mm. champ. And I she's defended it all the time. It's basically the TNT champ for women's, isn't it? They're just defending it all the time. Um, so anything Which else? Her it perfectly because she just goes on a massive under street bit, picking up win after win after win, and she has yeah. loads of matches. And okay, they're not top tier, but they're credible. She's she's not facing jobbers; she's facing women no, on the roster. Not often, and no. she's wrestling a lot more than Brit is. Yeah, she's on telly. One hundred percent. Yeah, I don't, I'm not bothered on Mark Sterling though. They can get rid of him. Yeah, I'm not massive. She, she doesn't need him. 
No, she doesn't. But... Oh, I don't think she does, really. Not now. Maybe they thought that at the start, but I don't think she does now. She's a credible winner and she's good at promo. So there's literally no point. You don't need someone interfering and things like that. She's got it all. Uh, yeah, so was there anything else from uh, AWTV? I'll ask for no, the third I, time. I think that. <laughs> I don't believe so. I think we've covered everything. I think, that's it. I think we've, we've covered everything, I think. Yeah, it was such a good show. So. Yeah, and just before we wrap up, I want to say what a great week for wrestling. I had no um, skid mark this week and nothing like even come close. The only negative thing I had for the whole week was that bloody Brooks Jensen thing, but that was, I don't care enough for that to be a skid mark. I just gloss over it. But in terms of wrestling, in terms of storylines, we're, I mean, I mean, we're in mania season. AW's got a big pay-per-view on the horizon. We're in uh, peak wrestling right now. Yeah, I love this time of year. It's just absolute uh, peak wrestling. WWE puts the foot on the accelerator and yeah. you know pulls the finger out of her ass and goes right. Let's go for this. And, and we're uh, getting the Cody stuff going. Like 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 we said last week, outside of the ring, it's great as well. It's not just in the ring yeah. we're seeing it. So yeah, what a time to wrestling fan, guys. Exciting. Yeah, I'm really excited for all the shows coming up. We'll have predictions next week. In fact, for. AW Revolution. That's a big like, our, our first AW predictions. Uh, yeah, it's our first. It's, it's our first one. Obviously, um, you two joint one at the uh, elimination chain. Yeah, I think am uh, I second overall now? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you are. I'm, I'm third, back into third. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, uh-huh. so yeah. RM Punk still leads the way. Krusty um, sneaking up the leaderboard. Fisher's somewhere down there. I don't know. I don't know you oh, do it, Fisher. I'm not. Like, I'm only one point behind Krusty. Oh, okay. I'm not far behind. Not like last year when you were like 20. <laughs> yeah, but we scored it slightly differently then, so. Just wanted to get that in there. <laughs> um, I think I'd be about level with you if we were doing it in the same way, I think. So. But yeah, it's not a lot in it, to be honest. I'm popping a recharge voice. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Not for long. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. AEW one's going to be more interesting because it's, it's going to throw different... I don't think it's as predictable. Yeah, RM Punk. What do you think of AEW? <laughs> He'll probably still do well, I'm sure. Yeah, he is, he is good but on Punk. Yeah. We might get a few different people that are better on AW. Stuff like the ladder there. matches are just like a big finger in the air, isn't it? Yeah. Well, even even like MJF Punk is a bit... That's, that could go either way. Like, it, it, you know, the usually in WWE, you have a good indication of where they're going because we're used to the booking. AW, we're not quite as used to the booking like patterns, so we kind of... There's a bit more guesswork, I think, of AW, which is good. Yeah, definitely. Right, so that's it then, I guess, for this week, guys. Yeah. Um, so yeah, check us out on uh, on Twitter um, at Recharge Wrestle, uh, and obviously on our YouTube channel. Just type in Recharge Wrestling. Also, on the, we're also on the uh, Robot Republic Network on both YouTube and uh, podcast form as well. So check them out. And uh, their Twitter handle is at robot republic underscore um yeah so we'll be doing our normal show next week and then we'll probably do a review for uh revolution when that comes around so look out for that um keep interacting with us on twitter we might put some uh, some polls or something up we haven't done that for a little bit yeah um maybe to do with mania a poll out. maybe to a mania or something like that keep you know keep interacting with us and uh yeah hope you enjoyed the show we'll see you next week See you guys. See you later. Bye-bye.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.